happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Present, the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Reinhardt. What is up? What's going on? Oh, not much, dude. Just uh, your average Tuesday night. Hanging out with uh, the guys, talking about some, some new stuff. Um, also joining me this evening is Grognak, down in the dungeon, taking notes. What up? Uh, Grognak? Oh, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. All right. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, what do you weren't expecting that. I know. We're, I'm going to be. Are we out of order? Well, we are out of order because uh, Hudson is is going to be uh, on color people time this evening, so he'll be here this evening. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. He has a good uh, excuse. He sent us a picture. Oh, dude, yeah. I would if if I was eating that steak, I would have. Yeah, I would. You know, you know how I feel about steak, everybody. Dude, we're we're all on CPT sometime. Right. 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 Um. So, Reinhardt, I'm going to need you to send me the audio of this afterwards, by the way. Sure. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, so Hudson will be joining us. Reinhardt is here. Grognak is here. I'm here. Hi, guys. Grognak is out of the slime this week. Yes. No slime. How did you manage to escape the slime last time? You know, I don't, I don't know. The, the, the headset I had was just flaking in and out of usefulness. So into the, into the dungeon it went. I was, I was more looking forward to like what spell you used or. Yeah, right. Oh, I just threw, I just, I just threw my hardware into the pit. Technology really, fails me. So you chucked yeah. your gear. Yep. Yep. You upgraded. It's probably cursed. Okay. Well, I would say, yeah, I would say those headphones were definitely cursed. Now my, Indeed. my big question is how, how much do you make off of a job typically? Does it, it just kind of depend on like the level of wizard or or which kind of dungeon you're you're heading into? Why well, I, I go in and I just clean up the dungeons after, so it depends how uh, much activity and how fast they need the cleaning done. You know, like uh, so. Are you seen are that you Quentin, like you've a, seen that Quentin Tarantino movie, right? I was just yeah, I was just gonna say Pulp Fiction. Are you more like um, I just, Bing Rames is the only name I can think of. Harvey Keitel. The Harvey yeah. Keitel character, the cleaner, right? Except not Jewish. Oh God, Harvey Keitel's Jewish. More of course he is. <laughs> oh God, that was Har- a disappointment. Harvey Keitel's oh, character, but played by Michael Chiklis. Harvey Keitel's character, Wait, which one's Michael Chiklis? Michael Chiklis, who's also Jewish. Oh, there's not one. Who was that? Was that Mister Yellow? No, uh, my, no, Michael Chiklis was uh, the guy from The Shield. Yeah, he wasn't in Pulp Fiction. He's just oh. a giant. No, he, he also well, played. Who I, I thought played, was white, but never mind. Didn't he play? Didn't Chickless also play like the thing in uh, in one of the Marvel movies? I think so. I think so. I think yeah. he played in the uh, the Fox, like the original Fox version. Yeah, the With one that has Alba. Jessica Alba. Yep, that was the one. He was in that one. Yep. Yeah, and, and Captain America before he was Captain America. Yeah, that was the flame. And then Chris Evans, Chris Evans, and then uh, uh, uh Ian Griffith, yeah. Griffith, whatever his name yeah, is, that yeah. the Welsh, that Welsh guy, the Welsh, he's Welsh. Yeah, have you not seen his name? How many consonants? That's are in true. There? I was gonna say, I'd have to look. Yeah, no, you're right. And he, only the Welsh have that many consonants in their names, unless you're Elvish, in which case, a lot of L's uh, still, still Welsh, still Welsh, Cinderin. still Welsh. Yes, also lots of L's and T's and H's, like all in a row. And Y is like Y. I'd be, like this is the guy's like L T H Y T H Y T H L L Y T H N. That's <laughs> but you say it lud. Right. Somehow there's a D at the end. <laughs> you only pronounce three of the letters. Right. 
and somehow one of them is a D. Well, yes, the Q is silent. That, well, of course. Where else would you put three M's in a silent Q? <laughs> we make fun of Arabic all the time, but everybody don't sleep on the Welsh. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Arabic of, of white countries. <laughs> it's the, they're the, yeah, they're the, they're the Arabics of, Ang- of, uh, of the Anglos. I, guess. I mean, then, well, well, that is true. Actually, uh, for more reasons than one, I mean, they're they're typically made fun of as the sheep shaggers anyway over there. Oh, that's right. So yeah, they basically are Arabs. Whales, where the men are men and the sheep run scared. That's right. Rip every single one of our Welsh listeners. All four of them. <laughs> I was being nice. The only Welsh guy I know is Martin Leakey. And Martin Leakey. Hello. Going, is he Welsh? Really? Oh, hello there, Hudson. How are you, sir? Yeah. All right. Hello, the steak. That steak better have been delicious. I saw the picture. But yeah, you saw the picture, right? Like that was nice. I get it. I get it. And the lobster. You saw the lobster. I did tails, see the right? lobster tails. I did see the lobster. Okay. A little bit of a spoilage on a on a, on a Tuesday night. You know. I know. Yeah, this, I don't want to hear you bitching about. I'm going to be five minutes late because I got steak and lobster that just right. Came right. Out. I also don't want to hear anybody bitching about my, my unemployment when you're eating steak and lobster. Anyway, bro, the government you, paid for that steak. I know and they did. Lobster. That's Are the best part is you can use food stamps. Yes, it's a, it's a trick that I discovered. Yes, it's not a trick. So what's your opinion on, on lobster? Is it a bug? Is <laughs> no. it just a wet bug? No, no, dude. No, it's not Absolutely a bug. Not. That's actually Jewish uh, fucking bullshit right there that there you, you just go. said. There you go. That is Crustaceans actually... are majestic creatures and great food. Now, hold on a second. The first part of that yeah. sentence is hilarious. I don't know about wrong. majestic. However, it's pretty that funny, actually. Nothing... Well, I don't know. You ever seen a shrimp swim? Pretty majestic, dude. Uh, actually, yeah, shrimp. Are like, shrimp. I think, yeah. That, no, that one kind of no. Shrimp first is of all, okay. Revan, time out. Time out. Time out. Right. First of all, first of all, there. Well, let's start off with the original question: Is are they bugs? No, they are not. You can call them sea bugs, whatever. They are not. When you take a shrimp out of the ocean, when you take a lobster out of the ocean, you open it up. A clam, whatever it is, whatever crustacean you're talking about, you can open it up, and there is meat inside. Actual tangible meat with texture and uh consistency of meat actual meat might be a little squishy but it's meat now you open up a beetle there's it's juice and gook i will i will eat the lobster i will not eat the grasshopper exactly exactly i don't care my body doesn't digest chitin you know what i mean we're not doing chitin uh you know no it's true yeah we are we are not lovecraftian demons here we we don't eat chitin well, no, and that's the thing. That's the problem. The big problem with the cricket protein, if there, you know, it, let's just say, for example, all of the other social aspects and moral aspects and whatever, and the fact that fuck you, I'm not eating bugs aside, uh, the human body is not designed to process chitin. It's actually really, really bad for you. Uh, and it could do things like feed parasites that are inside of you, uh, which is probably exactly the the plan for the for the, the yeah. protein. Anyway, that makes sense. You guys like squid. Yeah, I love, I love squid. squid. I love squid. Oh, I'm Italian. Calamari? Are you kidding me? Fried calamari? I like squid. Calamari? I love, I love yeah, yeah, yeah. seafood of all kinds. Yeah. I mean, the Japanese yeah. have created a, a wonderful cuisine off of seafood. They, well, octopus I mean, octopus so is actually, I think octopus is better than squid, but I kind of refuse to eat octopus now because I just think they're like too smart and I feel kind of weird about it. I, Not in like a gay pita way, but just like, I don't know, dude. It just seems a little weird to me. I, I understand where you're coming from, um, but... Since aliens don't reel, um, yeah, I stopped thinking like that, and I went back to eating Ika. I mean, not, oh, not Ika, but taco. So, so our friend, crazy. our friend Hook in the chat from Metal Up Your Fash, great podcast, everybody. Oh yeah, uh, Hi, Hook says, "Is it meat if it's not cooked? Of course, it's still meat. 
Is is raw steak still not steak? Hook, brother, don't make. I mean, I only I only sear my steak. I only put it on for like ten seconds on each side. I've been doing okay. So I have to say, I have to say that I am going to agree with an old and uh this is an old throwback but there was a guy you guys remember Jo right we used to we used, yeah, to, yeah. We used to have yeah. cooking we used to, we used to do cooking stuff all the time and i used to, everybody used to be jealous of my cooking skills they still should be but i mean like they used to um and he told me one day we got into it over over how to proper way to cook a steak what was the proper way and i was doing the gordon ramsay i was i, I was uh hooked on the meme of the reverse sear which is you put it in the oven for like, you know, 20, 25, 30 minutes at, l- at a low temperature to bring it up to um, whatever, consi- you know, whatever temperature you wanted to. And then you pull it out and you sear it on each side for like two minutes and then boom, right? Yeah, it's a meme. It should never take you fucking 30 minutes to cook a steak. So no, it, no. Yeah, that it sounds is like something J.O. learned after like taking over a Congolese village. Or right. Whatever. No, well, stop. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was. It was. <laughs> Obviously, it was. They were giraffe steaks that he had hunted himself. But yeah, um, anyhow, anyhow that's, those are for other, those are other <laughs> Look, stories I, for other podcasts. Hang on, I did the on. same thing. I did the reverse sear for a very long time, right. but you don't. Need it should to. never take that long to cook a steak. No, what should yeah. take the longest part of cooking your steak is bringing it to temperature, room temperature. You yeah, leave you know my my fiance. What she does, she puts it in the oven for a little bit mm-hmm. and then she sears it, and it's perfect medium rare every single time. It's like it's incredible. So that's she does the reverse sear. Basically a reverse sear. Basically, yeah. yeah. I didn't right. know that's what it was called, but yeah, yes. It's basically the reverse sear. It's a meme. It's not necessary. This is how I... I was... Dude, I made videos. I was doing... Do you guys remember when, like, Chef was doing his silly little cooking show we did for a little while? And I started making uh, cooking videos where I was... Some of the guys wanted to learn how to cook, and I know how to cook, so I was, like, giving them tips on recipes and whatever. Anyways, I did the reverse sear. I did, like, three videos on the reverse sear. And I'm kind of embarrassed about that now because it is a meme. All you need but to do, it, all it you works. need to do, is let your steak come up. You let your meat come up to room temperature all the way through. And it's going to take like an hour, so just to take it out and just let it sit on the counter. You know, wrap it up obviously, but and just you let could it wait sit. an hour, or you could just put that bitch in the oven, right? You know? But you could the, just but pull it out, is, is pull it out an hour before, and it out, rub it yeah. down, make sure it's rub completely it down, dry too, right? You know, make sure it it's completely it dry, down. sear it, and then baste it in butter. For like another like on low, sear it really high on for the three four minutes on each side. Then turn it down low and baste it with butter for about five to seven minutes. Butter with either shallots and garlic and uh, and thyme in the butter. Oh yeah, just baste it for like seven minutes and like, dude. What should take the most amount of time is making your compound butter. Yeah, because it was already room temperature, it'll come up to the perfect medium rare, and it'll only take you about like nine or ten minutes to make the whole thing. Instead of wow, Johnny, yeah. that that sounds based. It it is. Ooh. I made one the other night. I made one the other night, and dude, I I saved. Uh, I have like a quarter stick of uh, thyme and shallot butter. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. See, that's that's my biggest thing. Is like when I get home. So my son and I, we go out every morning. We're out by like nine in the morning and going out doing whatever we do. And I want to be able to cook a steak when we get back. And have it ready by the time he's ready for lunch before I put him down for a nap and it's good to go. So I don't, I don't want to mess with, you know, 30, 45 minutes for a steak. But that's, yeah. I mean, it, dude, if you have time, if you have time, the reverse sear is money. You know I mean? I'm not going to lie. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, it's great. If you have, if like, I don't a have good, that time. Yeah. If you have like 40 minutes to make like 
like a steak that Gordon Ramsay would be like, finally some good fucking food, right? But like, um, that that's great. But if you, but dude, nine ten minutes, you don't have to do. And I, and I, I basically get the exact same. The cooking time is what I'm talking about, right? The, okay, the I, thought you, I couldn't. Are you talking about the herb time also? Do you use the herb thyme? T-H-Y-M-E, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, you do? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Like, personally, I refuse to use that herb because, like, I don't have it growing at my house and I don't want to have to go back and forth from the store with time because we know what happens when you time travel. And, it, and you know what? As many times as I've time traveled with time traveling to and from the store, um, I don't believe – I think – I don't think it works that way. It's a different kind of time. Keep however, yourself that, bud. However – <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's, it's dude. It's, it's spelled with an H. I think that throws oh. the whole. I think that throws the whole thing off. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, T H Y M E. He knows. Thyme. He, he knows. Right, right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> man, now I want a steak. God, man, I I like this steak posting in the beginning of National Enquirer. Yeah, yeah, we had burgers tonight. We did burger. We did burgers in the oh, cast iron yeah. skillet. Yeah, it, nice. well, it is very cold. It is very cold and damp and nasty. So it is not. Oh, I thought I turned my ringer off. It is very cold and damp and nasty, and so the grill, eh, not so much. So we did the yeah. the cast iron. Yeah, With yeah. Col- I, I mainly Jack. use cast iron. Mm. Cast iron burgers are delicious. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Oh, uh, yeah. I did a a non seed oil uh, like teriyaki style salmon last night, seared salmon. That was good. Nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. very oh, good. Actually, I have an announcement. It's nothing to do with any steak, burger, any kind of posting. Ah, Alt Skull and myself will be appearing on this year's Millennial Sunday night, nine o'clock Eastern time. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right. Very nice. Johnny Monoxide and Alt Skull. Alternative Skull. Let's see. Yes. You said 9 o'clock Eastern? 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, Monday morning at like 7.30 or some shit in Japan. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be coming home from a family birthday dinner, actually, at that point. So I'll get home and get to sit down and listen to Millennial. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I always love listening to like Morgoth and those guys on there. Uh, he just did Dimes and Judas from Blood Satellite. And I'm about halfway through. And shout out to those guys. They're great. They're a great podcast. I like those guys a lot. I mean, they're all right for Leafs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their website is pretty awesome. Their website is pretty fucking cool. It's hilarious, man. Uh, yeah. Go check out their Let's website see. too bloodsatellite.ca. Another shout out for a friend. There it is bloodsatellite.ca. Yeah. Yeah. Pull up these guys. I like those guys. Yeah. Th- but check out, definitely go check out their. Um, they're millennial. It is on Odyssey. Uh, millennial Odyssey. I mean, I think that's exactly what it is. Millennial. Millennial. <laughs> I love. I love their uh, their rotating like news thing on oh, their homepage. Dude. Nationalized bourbon. A list of demands. Nationalized bourbon. Fat chicks get theme songs they don't get to write. Gays mm-hmm. have to wear that Jew star. Nine eleven didn't happen. And flat Earth over women's rights. I mean, these are all very <laughs> sensible. I wouldn't even call these demands. These are just like sensible suggestions that everybody should just go along with because they're so sensible. You know, it's that pretty awesome. Sense. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you are. No. 
I'd rather have that than like killer robots. Oh man, the killer robots. You want to start? You want to do killer robots now? Or are we, are we done? Are we done filleting my internet friends? <laughs> I think so. Real quick, thank you. Um, somebody, somebody special just joined us. Complete incident. Um, uh, been listening since season one. First time he's joined us for the live stream. Who's this? Where? Uh, complete underscore incident. Also gifted a can. Thank you very much for the gold pills on the pill. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I is for some reason pilled is pros, and I'm gonna have to go there and check it out in a second. Okay, Fox. Damn, he's been listening since he was an incomplete situation. Oh, womp, womp, womp. Also, the Odyssey link is working. Nice. It is. It is working. I actually went to go to go click on a comment to say hi, and I'm not logged in. And it told me to log in. And I can't remember the password. So <laughs> it's all good. Uh, you guys know that there's a lot of uh, stuff going on in the news, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, like uh, a lot of stuff. Like okay, so why did it? It just sent me to where's the? It's not even all Kanye anymore. Like there's just a lot going on. No, it, right, exactly. It's not just all Kanye, even though there's a lot of Kanye going on. Uh, apparently, Mexican white supremacist Nick Fuentes um, went on Alex Jones, Bill Hicks, and debated Alex about Ye's interview. I guess. Hate to interrupt you, Johnny, but we're going to have to take an ad break. Mushroom Max. Oh. Brain force. That shit happened every three minutes. Yeah. It, was it every three minutes? I know you said there was it like. Seemed it seemed like it, man. It, it was like, like power every time they would get right? like one question out. Nick would respond, start responding, kind of get to something good. Boom. Hard break. Like there were more ads than I've ever seen. And Alex was just straight up like, oh, do, you, do you need me to shut the show down, folks? I need money. Yeah, I, I asked for any clips that people had or maybe any timestamps from people who had time to watch the full thing. I was out all day today, and uh, the the number one response that I got was, it's hard to have timestamps when every 30 seconds there's a freaking infomercial. Yeah, Right, and that's very hard to do. So we're not going to do it. And um, yeah, so... I mean, I could basically sum it up for you. Um, Go ahead. Alex Jones, the literally for like an hour and a half, two hours, just went with the whole, uh, you know, it's it's not about the groups. Uh, there's Orthodox Jews that uh, disagree with the Israel Jews and they don't even support the state of Israel and just doing his same old bullshit uh, that he's always done. Pretty much his the Alex Jones take. And well, I've got I've and, got a three minute clip here of Nick calling out Alex Jones obfuscation about, you know, soft conservatism and Jewish censorship and stuff. So, well, he did that. And then he went on to say that, like, the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates and the vaccine are no big deal. Right. So it's so just kosher sandwich, whatever you want to call it. Was it was definitely kosher sandwich right. because you have you have I, I saw one clip earlier and it was a very long one. It was I like jumped in in the middle. I had a timestamp, but uh, it was in another chat. Sorry, guys. She goes to another school. Um, but, uh, Nick was talking about, uh, Klaus or George Soros, right. Being a Rothschild and how Klaus and, 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 and Alex Jones talk about how Klaus Schwab is, is a Rothschild. So like, they're both coming at this same thing at the same, you know what I mean? And, and they're both missing completely. Yeah. Just completely whiffing on. Like they really didn't talk about much that was substantive, in my opinion. It was kind of just surface level, like, 
whoa, you think the Jews are bad? Well, I don't. I think there some of them are, but not all of them. It was just so it's like, like that shit back and forth. So it's like two guys doing a three pointer contest, but they're they're just missing completely. Just whiffing mm-hmm. the entire time, mm-hmm. and, and they're talking and they're line. talking crap to each other. A little bit. There was some good natured ribbing. Alex did get mad though. Like uh, Alex, Alex got big mad at one point. Um, really? Just because Nick was saying Hitler wasn't that bad, and Alex was like, "Well, both my grandparents were, uh, fought the Nazis, and my grandfather from Germany said the Nazis were bad." So that's what well, I- that's that's the quickest way to get Alex Jones mad to say anything decent about the Nazis because that's always mm-hmm. his talking point, right? Is this well, this an, is like the Nazis? This I is have like a the nine Nazis. minute clip about the Hitler thing here. If you guys want to slide through that real quick. Let's just throw up, like, an, like let's just throw up the entire thing, dude. Yeah. Just take a take play a, some of it. I'm joking. No, I mean we don't have to. We basically just we bit. basically just did the TLDW. We yeah. did. I mean, if you want to play a little bit though to give people a taste, it, I promise you, it's basically what I just said. But it is entertaining. Oh, okay, here these we go. comments are entertaining. Okay, it's Alex. You guys can hear this. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Remember, we're still on over 400 radio stations. So we have 14 minutes of ads an hour, the industry standard. <laughs> Though I do enjoy doing a lot of the commercial-free podcast that you find at Bandot Video as well. We did a three-hour one commercial-free this last Saturday with a major whistleblower from the Wuhan lab, the vice president of Eagle Health Alliance. Can we pause for one second, Johnny? He created the bioweapon. I just want to say real quick, he says 14 minutes of ads an hour. I assure you it was so much more than that. <laughs> you can continue. <laughs> and released it and more. So incredibly important why the system wants us shut down. Now, Nick Fuentes is here with us, and he said going after Bill Gates and the Bilderberg Group is kind of this esoteric, little-known thing, but he's going up against... The Jews. Well, I mean, folks, in case you've woken up and looked around, the entire WEF is calling the shots. The big mega banks are running the show. They're coming after our bodies. They're trying new lockdowns, new force injections. That is not some esoteric little side issue that we're covering. In fact, no one was really covering it until we started hammering it in the last 28 years. So I'm very proud of that. That's what my films and books like The Great Reset and The War for the World are about. Now, I'm not saying Nick Fuentes doesn't have a right to say what he's saying or bring up what he's saying because separately, the ADL is brainwashing school children on record that being white is inherently bad and teaching kindergartners and first graders they are bad because they're white. Well, I mean, Hitler taught people people were bad because of what group they were. So I, I, I'm like, I see the ADL as Hitler and then people that are supposedly a and there it goes, right in the very beginning. Within a minute and 40 seconds, I see the ADL as the Nazis. Yep. And there it I is. Mean, that's the crux Even, of his entire position. Yep. And as much as Alex Jones talks about Hitler and the Nazis and everything, he he knows he's completely missing the point because he knows his audience. He knows exactly the agenda, the animal farm that he rules over. Oh, yeah. He's like a He's feudal lord over an animal farm. Definitely. Oh, you guys should have heard the callers. They were all like pretty much except maybe one of them, just Alex Jones sycophants that were telling Nick that, you know, stuff like you should read the Bible two more times before you speak again because the Jews are God's chosen people like that. Oh, my here. God. I These love comments, showing, too, are I, hilarious because they're the exact opposite. Sorry, the, Johnny. The what? 
are hilarious? Oh, the comments on on Infowars. Oh yeah, dude. The They're the exact opposite. The comments on Infowars. Let's read a couple of these comments. I mean, let's pull. The They're amazing. Comments. I'm yes. offended that Yee said he loves Jews. <laughs> oh my god, the comments are great. Um, you got. Oh. <laughs> the live stream comments were great too. Can What's I that? can I read this one? From Which one? A guy. Nick is a joke. Look at his little lipless face and girly thumbs. Why would you listen to someone like that? Oh, that's the one. Yeah, Nick is. Yeah, that's, that's funny. That's Island Resistance. Good one, buddy. Um, are they called he called Nick a typical libtard, sidestepping, giving politician answers. Oh yeah, I believe in this, except I don't. What a pussy! Racism against whites just as bad against racism against blacks, just as bad as racism against blacks. What? Oh my gosh, the Jewish elites. How about just the fucking elites? They're not all Jewish, you fucking morons. Hmm. Yeah, so, so there's no point in talking about anything involving like Jews right. having a disproportionate, you know, right. amount of power in every conceivable. But we should like, never forget vector. that it is the false Jews, as described in the Bible, who are throwing the world into wars and chaos, which is true. Which is true. We've talked but about I this think, before. Okay, that's true. But it's like, why did you? Okay. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, because here's well, the thing. Here's the thing. There is, there are no Jews anymore. There, right? Is that the deal? Yeah, I heard there Ju- aren't any more Jews. Well, Judea, Judea is gone. Right. So there are no Jews. Right. So there's no more Jews. And those that are left are calling themselves Jews. Are not. They are false Jews. Um, the other ones, the Sephards, the black ones, the Ethiopian Jews, whatever those other ones, they're all none of them. None of them are Jews. There are no Jews. Okay. I'm just going with black people are the real Jews now. Well, That's fine with me. I mean, they can have, they it. Can have it. They can have it. You know, I mean, I guess the God's chosen. I'm not I'm not going to take BHI's, you know, their their mythology away. No, yeah. man. I, I, who are we to take away, you know, their lore? They put so much purple crushed velvet jackets involved in this, you know? In fact, seeing the way the synagogue of Satan um, reacts when they see the black Hebrew Israelite stuff, it makes me just an enthusiastic supporter of that position. Yeah, they cry while fat black guys are telling them the Holocaust is a joke. <laughs> right. Truly That's one, one of my the favorite videos of all time. I will I will never stop bringing that up on this show because it is so funny. Is, the Holocaust <laughs> Johnny, is a joke. Don't say that. The Holocaust <laughs> is a joke. Don't That's say right. that. Oh, you know, I love he's got his posse behind him like, that's right. That's, that's right. right. That's yep. where it comes from. That's where the that's right meme comes from. That is literally from that video. <laughs> yep. Dude, a few years ago, Johnny, uh, me and one of our buddies, uh, Mr. TBC, from our little chat there, we uh, ran into a legit black Hebrew Israelite um, in the middle of a city. And it was a good time. He was cool. Like, we chopped it up. But it's the only time I've ever run into one IRL. Interesting. Yeah, the Black Hebrew Israelites are an interesting group, to say the least. Uh, do we want to out more? by himself too? Do we want to listen to more Alex Jones crap or like? It's pretty much. It's pretty much Kanye or you know, no, Ye said the Jews thing, and uh, Alex is gonna Alex is gonna say no, it's not, and then. Nick is going to say, yes, it is. And Alex is saying, no, it's not. It's just some of them. They're both going to talk about the Rothschilds, like the Rothschilds are the worst family ever, and they're the head of everything. Right. And they talk about that. And then you have one guy talking about Soros, and then the other guy talking about um, talking about Klaus Schwab and then you know, and and Bill Gates and somebody somebody injects Hillary in there. Right. And there's that. And let me see. I thought I thought. 
Dems, Demon Rats, Democrats, Alex whatever. Jones therapist. You know, I, I can't believe how much he talks about the ADL. It's like all the time. Right. Well, the ADL is going to end up being um, probably the um, like when they do the thing where the Jews are turned, you know, like where people do turn on the Jews, you know, because that's the plan here. I think I think we're we're leading up to to the Jews being turned on, you know, bigly. Absolutely. I think, well, we're never, yeah, yeah we're never going to get 110, but we are going to get a half 110 that um, is completely astroturfed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All this stuff is, all this stuff is going to come to a head soon. I mean, like, again, like the Zionist entity that is the United States is really no longer, nobody gives a shit about Israel, really, other than, yeah, other I, than the fake politicians on the news, you know. Yeah, I I agree with you, Johnny. You and I have talked at length many, many times in our car conversations about, you know, they they may be sacrificing the geographical state of Israel. And I I agree. Um, They they operated for a very long time without a political state of Israel. Right. And still Uh, managed to to, to run stuff from behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, many, many people have talked about, um, you know, the the medieval and ancient world uh, where... You know, these fake Jews ran everything from the Middle East, from uh, Iraq or Persia or other places, um, and they they had their network. They have their network already in place. They don't need a geographical state. Right now, exactly. it's just a haven exactly. for pedophiles and, and sodomites. And, and, and yes. And so when it is, you know, destroyed and nothing of value was lost, it's just pedophiles and sodomites. And they're like, all right. And the real yeah. and and the real Khazars or whoever whoever the ones that are in charge or however it works, they don't care. They don't care about them. They're, they're not going. No, to care the guys in their castles in Belgium, Ukraine, Germany, wherever they don't care about any of that. Right. They don't care about the gayest city on earth, Tel Aviv. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, speaking of pedophiles and sodomites, oh boy. Uh, don't know what? if we want to say you yet, but remember, did you guys see that uh, DOE well, we- official? Well, we were talking about, um, you know, Alex Jones. So, oh, I yeah, thought I you were going to bring up the dinosaur thing. I mean, technically, you said pedophile and well, sodomites. I said, oh, I said sodomite. You said sodomites, and I mean, he's in the Blair White. So, I mean, that's definitely True. sodomy. <clears throat> definitely sodomy. Don't. Uh, all right, all right, all right. You kind of. Oh, sorry. That sorry. one was no. That was that was legit. That one was fine. I, I, I'll allow that one. Because <laughs> well, oh, that. Speaking of which, that that picture that I found of Milo and everybody. <laughs> How bad was yeah, that? What one? the hell, man? See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of sodomites, um, so there was one good line, I guess, right before one of the breaks. Uh, Alex was calling the JQ a black hole, which is in line with his standard retarded take that the JQ is a red herring rather than the entire fox's tail, right? Like, right? It's it's a black hole that what just leads you into hate and racism and exactly, um, and and just deception. Right, right. I had my mic muted there for half a second. No, you're fine. Because uh, his whole, his whole thing is cooperation. It's it's Sivnat. It's that's uh, that's all it's ever going to be and all it's ever been. Right. Well, I mean, he's like he's like the, I mean, he's the Pied Piper of Sivnatery. The Sivnat Pied Piper. Yeah. See now, you know what? I'm I'm going to see if we can uh, petition one of our friends who has the Mid Journey AI and get get that artwork. The Alex Jones, the the. Yes, the Pied Piper. Alex Jones as a Pied Piper. Yes. 
the Pied Piper of Austin, Texas. Yeah. In his in his uh, Humvee, right, with his megaphone. That's his that's his that's his flute or whatever. What was the Pied Piper? He was a piper. He played a pipe. He piped a pipe. Yes. See, I wouldn't I wouldn't be so sad though if people just started disappearing out of Austin. As long as they don't reappear somewhere else. So reappear in like Tennessee. Well, well what is it? What's the cave system look like underneath Austin? You know, no. Yeah. That's one thing I've never looked up is actually the cave systems under Texas. You never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. I did see that uh, somebody tried pulling up though was the missing four one one, and the um, the cave system. Yeah, that was that was me actually. I found that oh, on a Reddit you? post. Oh, okay. Well, I, I didn't think it was you because it was Reddit, but then you know. Well, well, I I do have a a Reddit account just so I can scroll through for content because just either so it's it's cringe for content, it's cringe, retarded, like how many times Christianity stuff that? or or that kind of thing. <laughs> Our conspiracy is a weird place, man. Our cons- yeah, there's a lot of things that they consider conspiracies that we're like, whoa, dude, that's like for another website, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Well, right, any, so anything not. beyond anything that's Alex Jones tier or beyond gets mm-hmm. immediately banned. Right. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. they're just now saying, what if Pizzagate wasn't a conspiracy theory? Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, geez. You I know. They're just now getting to that level of maybe. And then immediately you go to the front page and it's like nine out of 10 posts are locked <laughs> for comments. Yeah. Like there's no more yeah. comments. That's true. They're not gonna make it. No, no, they ain't gonna. Speaking make of who's it. not gonna make it, the guy who got mad at the person who said not gonna make it because they didn't use the proper grammar for going to. Remember that the other day? Oh God! Yeah. Wow. Oh, imagine, <clears throat> imagine, imagine trying to be above a meme. Imagine. Mm, I can't. 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 Oh man. All right. Well, so, what, what else do we want to get into? Man, what do we got here? Uh, we got we a lot of robot stuff. AI. Yeah, we got robot stuff. We got AI stuff. We got that weird artificial. Did we do the womb facility last week? I don't think so. Oh no, we talked about it. Oh, we talked about it in the interview. That's that such a creepy yeah. ass video. It is. So let me. Yeah, let me pull this up real quick. Um, now, for some reason, it didn't get put in the. This, Content thing. Here, I, uh, I got it. You got it? Okay. I thought it was in there, but... Uh, and speaking of Reddit, too, uh, somebody just was so... Oh, it was deleted. Interesting. Uh, web archive, come on. Wayback Machine. There it is. All right. Thank you, very Jewish Wayback Machine. <laughs> Why is the Wayback Machine Jewish now? Yeah, I was uh, the guy who started it is a Jew and his niece, I want to say is one of the ones it wasn't connected with FTX, but she was like a very, very uh, popular Jew that you can find nothing on. Oh boy. She's an executive somewhere and you can find nothing on her life. Another another one of those people. I love it when there, there's like a a person who holds like a, like an office or a public, like a public office or like is in charge of a business or maybe, you know, say like, I don't know, like the provost of a college or something, and you literally can't find anything about them at all on the internet. You know, there should no, be no, just maybe know. a picture here and there. And yeah, I mean, in, in such a strange picture. Um, <laughs> but somebody, somebody on Reddit had the um, the what's 
what's the word, the balls to come out and make sure that everyone knew that this was a fake video. It was only a concept. Right. It's only a concept. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. I mean, unless you unless you've actually been into Area 51. Um, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we can obviously yeah, we could talk about that at the end of this, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's well, I mean, there is your there's your cloning facility. I mean, they're obviously, well, we, you know, we can take the eggs of women who can't have babies and like, like no, I think it's going to be more like this is going to be more like clones, more like making babies in there. This is this is more like what what was the um what was the the rainy planet with the long-necked aliens? Oh, Camino and uh in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Camino. I mean, this is basically that's what it looks like, you know. Let me let me go to the last uh Nationalist Inquirer here. Yeah. Here. There it is. The long necks. Um yeah. yeah, so so this facility and by the way, Johnny, so you mentioned taking eggs out of people, right, who mm-hmm. who can't have kids. What about all the women who decide to freeze their eggs when they're like 30 and an executive? Are they really going to miss one or two eggs? Like, do they really? Do you think that they could be taking one or two, maybe three, out of these people's samples and who knows? Putting them somewhere? It's possible. Oh, we lost one. Sorry. Yeah. You know. Uh, Do you do you really think they're going to miss one or two? Like they're they're not going to (laughs) they're not going to count them. I don't I don't know how that works, but I'm assuming that eggs could easily be stolen. Yes. I'm assuming, and at this point, I'm assuming that clones have already been made, and there's already they're already waiting to to uh, pump these babies out of this uh, womb facility, much like the orphans for the orphan trains back in the late 1800s. Right. Yeah. So, so this thing it's from a company called EctoLife. If you guys don't have uh, Wayback Machine up, I don't know if you're on Brave or not. Um, so they unveiled a concept for the world's first artificial womb facility. And I'll see if the, the video is here, but it's it's essentially a massive sci-fi-looking room, um, circular, I believe, with just thousands of pods everywhere where they're growing these babies artificially. Hmm. And the way they start this article out says, in late 2021, Elon Musk tweeted his fears about the end of humanity. Funny they start this off with Elon Musk. Said, quote, we should be much more worried about population collapse. If there aren't enough people for Earth, there definitely won't be enough for Mars. Hmm. Who the fuck cares? I'm sorry. Well, but yeah, like, right. That's just a problem that isn't even a problem. It's it's creating a problem literally out of nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, we right, don't have enough what, humans to, to be on Mars. Well, oh, and right, right, this right. is what creates the false issue is all of this post-apocalyptic entertainment media is always about what? Overpopulation. Mm-hmm. And and articles and everything. That's the whole reason for Eat the Bugs and yeah. all this crap. And the, the assisted suicide in Canada, it's because of overpopulation. Quote, I'm using massive air quotes right here. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but but they say right here in EctoLife, uh, they said for nearly a century, fertility rates have been decreasing globally. Hmm, I wonder why. Uh, the result is what scientists are describing as a worldwide infertility crisis. Yeah. But there's a solution looming on the horizon. Artificial wombs. Anytime you hear the word crisis, just know it's some bullshit. Like every time, pretty much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Oh, it's a crisis. It's a self-created crisis. It's a part of the Hegelian dialectic where they create the crisis. They yep. get the reaction and they present the solution they have already created. Indeed. And, and again, anybody- um, <clears throat> there was an article that just came out about, uh, what is it, Spermageddon or something? What was it called? About, uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. Here it is. Spermageddon. I will drop this, Reinhardt. I totally forgot about this. Um, yeah, please do. Somebody sent this to me about two weeks ago, and it, it's it's you know it's poignant and it it works right here. I'm dropping it in the prep chat. While you're while you're dropping that in there, uh, in just the some chat. of the statistics they cite uh, in the U.S. So one in American one in eight American couples has issues with fertility. Mm. Uh, Twelve to fifteen percent of all couples are unable to conceive after a year of unprotected sex. Ten percent of all couples. Are able to conceive are unable to conceive after two years of unprotected sex, and thirty three thirty three percent of Americans have turned to fertility treatments or know someone who has. I personally know two people that have used fertility treatments. Yeah, I do too. In our thing movement thing whatever jeez oh, right yeah, very yeah. white well, right yeah extremely white uh one of them i mean i did one of them i guess uh for most of her life like basically abused uh birth control like just you know that way she didn't get, didn't get pregnant and then oh no guess what i couldn't get pregnant well then took you know they did the fertility thing and ended up with twins twice jeez oh, twice i mean it's better than no kids no i mean it's great but they uh, they ended up with twins twice so whew, good for you guys. i know I know somebody who was having issues and now they are fully vaxxed, went IVF, and the kid oh, came out with birth defects. Oh, man. And then they just lost another. And now they are pregnant again. Yeah. And all excited. And my family is all like, oh, they're pregnant again. Oh, well, you should talk to them. You should pray for them. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll pray for them. But, you know, yeah, I'll pray they for did them. what they did. That part, yeah. So get to the Spermageddon article there. So yep, it's up. Humanity Sperm may be functionally again. infertile by 2050, new study warns. Massively uh. declining sperm counts are a global problem, according to new research that has evident implications for the survival of the human race. Current trends in sperm counts, if extrapolated, suggest that as early as 2050, these species may have trouble reproducing. The median man will have a sperm count of zero meaning that one half of all men will produce no sperm at all. The other half will produce so few as to be functionally infertile. I wonder, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there, but I mean, you know, I wonder, can you guys guess what I'm wondering? But um, I wonder if a bug diet is going to be a part of that. If those that have the low to zero sperm count, I'm going to, I'm going to just ask if they've been vaxxed, you know? Oh yeah. 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 I just think eating that bugs. I think that it's like a really crazy coincidence that like mm-hmm. they've been putting phytoestrogens in pretty much every single thing we eat. And, yeah, and you know, microplastics stuff in our water, right. and and you can. It's find- just a coincidence. It's crazy to me that now sperm. There's a sperm again going on. Well, well, not quite yet. In 2050, 2050, it's coming. So, but, so I mean, but don't forget, you know, not just phytoestrogens in the food and you've got daylights and all in the in the food and in the clothing and in your baby's diapers and in your baby's formula and they find microplastics. You eat, you know, the basically the equivalency the equivalent of a credit card size 
uh, serving of microplastics every week. And they have recently discovered microplastics as high as, you know, um, Everest, I believe. Or was it Mount McKinley? I don't remember which mountain it was. It was very high, one of the top highest mountains. And they had never found microplastics there before. Oh, my God. And other and other chemicals, other other well, chemicals, when it, which when are it obviously comes to, chemtrails. But yeah. When it comes to this infertility projection, testosterone in men has decreased almost or over 70% in the last 50 years alone. Yeah, and I wonder what that's from. It can't be from all the phytoestrogens and all the xenoestrogens and all the plastics in the... You no, know, it can't, possibly. Do you know how you don't become a part of this to everybody listening? Eat steak and eggs. Eat steak and eggs. Yes. Eat eat whole foods, one ingredient foods. Preferably ones that you know who got them. You know who, who caught them, who raised them, everything. <laughs> yeah. You definitely. don't eat the bugs. No, never eat the bugs. I mean, unless they're the sea bugs and those aren't really bugs. Exactly. I mean if you if you live if you live by the ocean crustaceans. Always. Oh, man. Yeah. I, when we lived in Maine, huh. I don't know, man. You're oh, talking about God. Japan. You're talking about Japan and seafood, but New England and seafood? Grognack Washington. Knows what I'm talking about. Grognack knows what I'm saying. Washington, too, but like New England. There is. It's different. New England seafood. It's the clam chowder. The clam, yeah, yeah, clam chowder. There's there's nothing quite like fresh cut uh, Washington salmon. Yeah, no. And there's Pacific no, there's, salmon. Yeah, the Pacific salmon. We used to get that in Northern California, too. It's great. Mm. Well, there's a reason they called it Cape Cod, bro. Yep. Oh, the cod. Oh, God. Mm. Real, real fish and chips. Yeah, real fish and chips with cod, or mm. the uh, the New England classic, the the butter and Ritz crackers on the cod. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, oh here's here's a picture. I'm going oh back God. to the Ecto Life article here. Uh, there, yeah, there's a small image out of the video. If you're on our Telegram, you can find the video. I'm pretty sure Skull shared it. Um, What's but which this video? is literal Matrix concept, and it is not a fake concept either. See, oh people, yeah, no, people this, are out there this, saying that it's fake. What they're what they're trying to do is tell you that this is fake because it being CGI, right? This Somehow. this commercial is a CGI rendering of a project that they have probably already built. Yeah. It's, well, it's like when the it's like when the CGI uh the the CGI suicide pod thing came out, right. and then now we're seeing you know freaking don't worry commercials in Canada for assisted for suicide maids. Yeah, and not the kind and not the kind that clean your house. I mean, if by clean your house you mean kill yourself, then yes. I was going to say clean up after your death. Sure. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. This is what they're doing. This is your cyberpunk reality. Yeah, your cyberpunk reality is just uh, dragon dildos going in and out of your butt via Oculus Rift while uh, new babies are being born on these podling things. It is It is as bad as Cyberpunk 2077 was the game, not the original tabletop oh. RPG from the 90s. And with way less cool artwork. Yeah. But now your artwork is all is all AI, so it's really cool. Yeah, that is true. And all um, all book reports will now be AI thanks to OpenAI's Chat GP, right? GPT. All, right. So there's no more writing book reports. There's no more writing papers. There's no more none of that. School just who needs school anymore, right? 
Yeah, uh, that was that was an interesting one that my dad and I were talking about this week because um, I started using it. I I just wanted to see how well it would do, and seriously, there was a there was a high school English teacher that wrote an article about the entire thing and the dangers of it, and I I used it, and it gets you ninety percent of the way there if you give it the right prompt on any subject. It'll get you ninety percent of the way there. You copy and paste. You change a few things. You're golden. You know, I uh, scary. Right. Yeah. No. I I just watched Idiocracy last night again, and uh, this is how it starts. Stuff like this. It's like why like people are just gonna get dumb if they don't actually have to you know research anything, write anything, do anything. Well, and. My dad brought up that point is that was a point of contention with things like the printing press and, um, well, mainly the printing press. They were right. right. You you don't have to copy things down. You don't have to learn a language anymore. You can just wait for it to be translated and mass produced. Um, There are rules that could be enacted with this thing, but they would have to be far too extensive. The printing press was a bad thing. Yeah. Go back, go back. Do you think the printing press was a bad thing? Oh, like mass literacy? Absolutely. <laughs> Math, eh, to an extent, I think it was utilized for bad purposes. Like with uh, anything, but I wouldn't. Bad. I would not call it. Aren't you like? Don't you want like everyone to I be would, able to read the Bible and stuff? Bro? I would not, dude. I never. Who are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? No, no he's talking no, to Reinhardt. me. I would never like, say that it's a completely thing. terrible thing. However, it was utilized for bad purposes well so is the internet but so that's the point that's the point i'm trying to that's the point i'm trying to make all right all right all right okay yeah go back uh, that is that is the point that i'm trying to make with all of this now when it comes to this open ai chat gpt thing there are there are restrictions that cannot be placed on this there is too much that would have to go into placing restrictions on ai that just would right. it simply could not happen. Uh, uh. So there's no way that we can really mitigate any. I hate to call it damage, but damage that could be done with AI writing or AI artwork. Um, we made our bed and we have to lie in it. Mm. When it comes to this stuff, right? End of rant. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever, dude. So- <laughs> And you're right. All right. Where were we? What were we talking about? Uh, yeah. So the ectolife and artificial womb facility here. This picture is so terrible. Oh my god. Uh, it's it's the one close up. It's at the top of the article. The close up on the one womb thing with the baby inside. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's well. I mean, again, it's supposed to be. You know, it it looks like it it looks fake. It's obviously CGI. It's clearly CGI. It's not even really great CGI. It's just CGI. Um, the commercial reads like a fair, fairly decent AI reading program is reading. You know what I mean? So it's not terrible. Well, and then actually, that's another point to the AI writing thing is that should show you how easy that all of these Twitter accounts and journalists quote journalists with their gold stars. Now their gold check marks on Twitter uh, are fake. Well, 
The gold checkmark thing. Now, from what I gather, the gold checkmark, it wasn't gold, it's yellow. And it's to differentiate between yellow media and regular media. And yellow media, I guess, was used to be like entertainment and like kind of bullshit news, sort of. So, uh, okay. Yeah, that's what I don't know. I don't know. I don't know too much about it, but like the, the new yellow thing, I thought it was funny because they're like, oh, they're, maybe they're giving the media the yellow star treatment. I don't think Elon's doing that. Not yet. But um, it's definitely funny. You know, because the New York I mean, if Times. they would have gone with like a red check mark, then Alex Jones would be talking about it being a swastika armband. Oh, right. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Like, what else are you going to go with? Gold for royalty, right? Sure. Yeah. Something like that. And, <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, that should let you know, like, how easy it is for all of these, these journalists, these uh, Twitter bots, these Twitter accounts and everything. They can be so well read, seemingly, until you go to their profile. Hmm. I have no idea. Yeah. But this it's just it's creepy, it's dystopian, it's meant to be that way. It, it's it's meant to and you know, and the in the, the, the music kind of sounds like a really weird that like doop, 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 like very like uh eight bit sort of uh Hudson, what's the word I'm looking for here? You know what I'm talking about. You're the music guy. Oh yeah, I mean like it sounded eight bit to me, if <laughs> I remember correctly. Am I am I it doing any, am I missing said. anything? ASCII is is visual. Eight bit is audio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're yes. Good to go. Yes, that was right. Um, it's just yeah, it's really weird, man. It gave me the heebie-jeebies, you know. And I don't get that too often, but it's just because I know that this is already happening. Like this is this is not like this is this is again. They're showing us something that they already have, and uh, we'll get into this. We're going to have to get into this on another episode, but the cloning thing, the cloning thing is real. I mean, it is definitely real. That's, there's no way. Like, how long ago were they doing sheep in a bag? Oh, I remember that from like elementary school. Right. Like the sous vide sheep. They were bragging about it. Right. They're bragging. They're bragging about like, and then they, then they did like a, uh, wasn't there one, wasn't there one that had like two heads or something like that? Was that something different? Am I thinking of something different? Uh, but I know they. But I know they did the sheep, and if they can do that, and they've done it consistently, and this was like the the fucking nineties or the aughts, right? The early aughts or the late nineties. Yeah, I think it was the nineties. Uh, late nineties. Okay. It was like nineteen ninety seven. Okay, Dolly the sheep. Dolly yep. the sheep in yes. Scotland. Yep. Yes, and you know that was thirty years ago. Moved to Scotland to clone a sheep. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> right, but almost thirty years, and not the Welsh though. Um, Almost 30 years ago. So imagine they told us about it 30 years ago, meaning that that technology, if we're going by, you know, the standard disclosure method that we all know as, quote, uh, government technology is at least 50 years ahead of what we see, right? So 30 years ago, that would mean they they could have done it 80 years ago, right? And which means that what they're showing us now, they obviously already have. Maybe that's what Kanye meant when he said, look up Area 51. Hmm. Again, I, I think that's what's down. It's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's not UFOs. It's not aliens. It's clones. It has to be. Right? No, alien bodies, giant uh, Nephilim bodies, they were brought to Ohio. Right. All of those were brought to Wright Patterson. Yeah. Yep. Area 51 is, is, Definitely a base where things go on. Mm-hmm. Just but not it's the things not. they tell us go on. Yes. 
It's not what they've told us in the entertainment media. Yeah, that's where they do the pup play. No, that's that's just in the military and the public now. All right, my bad. Come on. When you go to captain's mast in the military, your your uh, CO is actually a pup. Yeah, you don't want to know what they mean by captain's oh, mast. Oh man, your CO is actually oh. a pup. I forgot about those pictures. Did we did we pull those pictures into the thing? I don't think we did. I don't think Can we you did. pull those for the oh, second hour? Man. Yeah, Please. pull those um, pictures. Holy <laughs> shnikes. If you either thought, Grognak or, or Hudson or somebody who could pull up Twitter during the break, just oh well. There was Or they're a, on Telegram too, I think. They're on Telegram. I thought they were in the chat or something. They're like all over. I don't I don't see it in the content chat, but we'll No, it's not in the content chat. We posted it. Yeah, if you search US Army chat. or something, just ugh. Yeah, but well, there's a couple other things too. Don't forget, like a uh, uh, scam bank man fraud. Oh yeah, he was, was arrested. Right. He was arrested in the Bahamas. The Bahamian. Well, I, he's just a victim of anti-Semitism. Well, hang guys. on, hang on. Jeez, let the story breathe. Yes, so he was arrested. The Bahamian government said that they were going to arrest him because of all of the, you know, the the mis the misdoings. All of the all of the monies that disappeared, right? All the billions of dollars that he just can't seem to find. Uh, it was an accident, you know. Uh, there, uh, fellas, we don't know what happened. Really, it was uh, could have been anybody. No, so the the Bahamian government arrested him, and he is they're they're holding him in case the United States wants to extradite him, just in case. Oh, just in case. Oh, so thank, that way, thank you for helping us out. Oh, yeah. So that uh, way, I don't have know. the link, but I read earlier that he was being extradited now. Okay. So he is. Well, yeah. So now he can finally get the slap on the wrist that he deserves, clearly. Or either that or, you know, he gets his in-person apology for from Janet Yellen for, for bothering him. But um, also, <laughs> don't worry, because just like just this kid, this poor kid, you know, this kid SBF. They call him SBF in the in the freaking articles. They don't call him Sam. They don't call him Sam Bankman Freed. They call him SBF, right? This guy. It, look at how they trivialize everything. They make him so cool. He's 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 initials. He's an acronym. You know. They talk about him like he's a rapper. Right. They do. They talk about him like he's a rapper. Like he they were talk. They used to talk about him like he was. They used to say things like he's the he's the uh, the Michael Jordan of crypto. He is the um. He's the Tom Brady of crypto. He was so oh, he was the Tom Brady of crypto. He brought Tom Brady into the FTX fold. You know what I mean? Like this guy, they were they. I mean, every news outlet was publishing puff pieces on this guy. They were verbally filleting him everywhere to get I mean, every single. I mean, the SEC commissioner had him in his office, and when he left, they're like, "That young man is doing things. You know, it's just great stuff." This young man, and then you know, then two weeks later, this fifteen billion dollars disappears, and then and uh, you know, whoops, <laughs> whoopsie, whoopsie, I made a poopsie, right? Jesus, I see nothing wrong. I see nothing wrong, but don't worry, don't you worry, his mother. His mother's coming to. Don't worry, baby. Mama's coming to the Bahamas to save you. Where's the Where's their hair? Funny, we know more about his mom than we do other moms. I don't, I don't get the. I don't get the meme. Other other Jewish mothers covered by the New York oh. Times or half covered. Yeah. 
Very mm. good. Very good. Yes. Can I get some hmms in the mm. chat, please. Can get a mm-hmm. <laughs> Which are you watching? Mm-hmm. Okay. So on the um, Reinhardt, I'm going to forward this down because I can't seem to get it. So I'm forwarding it to the prep chat, but that's the uh, that's the one with the picture right there. The fallen X, fallen FTX founder SBF. And his parents arrive at a Bahamas court. As his congressional testimony blames depression, claims he's the victim of anti-Semitism, and that his failed crypto exchange is solvent and can cover $1.8 billion in losses. Hmm. Why am I imagining his mom just and dad, too, just being like Kyle's mom? His mom looks like him, but female. I've seen pictures, yeah. I bet she's a handsome woman. Uh, Yeah, she looks like him. And again, this is the guy that uh, a a couple weeks ago or a week ago was doing an interview. And I mean, the guy was just doing interviews up until recently, right? I mean, how the hell? (laughs) How the hell? Is this guy walking around free? Well, not obviously they arrested him, but whatever. Um, yeah, his mom's down there. He's going to go to court and tell him what a good boy he is. Oh, God. He didn't do nothing. It was the anti-Semitism. That is basically the Jews crying out as they strike you. Like, the guy embezzled billions of dollars and, you know. It's it's literally the literally, Jews crying yeah, out as they strike literally. you. Literally. And, you know, and they're going to use anti-Semitism. It's like, well, he said the N-word, you know. I did it because of anti-Semitism. I lost uh, $15 billion because they were being mean to me as a Jew. Yeah, well, I mean, he lost it, but they're only arresting him and prosecuting him because he's a Jew. Because, you know, we live in such an anti-Semitic world. Right, right, right. So anti-Semitic. So anti-Semitic. All right. We are coming up on the break. And uh, does anybody have a Hudson? Did you have a do you have a track for us for this week? Johnny, I thought you picked one. Did I? I don't remember picking one. I thought I was trying to. And then uh, we, we started doing the pictures. Remember, I, then I didn't pick one. Yeah, you you found it. I did. The Zurius track. Oh, the Zurius track. Durr, I'm, I'm ridiculously retarded tonight. Yes. Tonight's music is brought to you by Zurius. Zerious music. Go check him out on uh, his Odyssey, his Gab, his Twitter, his Instagram. Uh, he's under Wave Guy now. So, oh, that's visual art. Oh, never mind. Okay, no, Zerious is still Zerious. <laughs> check out Zerious music on uh, Odyssey. And we're going to listen to Avenger, and we'll be back.
Johnny. All right, everybody. Uh, we're back. I don't know. You didn't, you didn't give me the, the thing. And it's okay. We're back. Yeah, sorry about that. It's all good. Reinhardt's here. I'm here. Hudson's here. Grognack's here. We're still doing the Nationalist Inquirer. We're still here live. We're on Pilled. We're on DLive. We're on Odyssey. Um, where you can come and hang out and listen to us. And you can also donate. I still don't know how it works on Odyssey. Uh, uh, but on Pilled, you can donate gold pills. You can come hang out with us and pick up gold pills and donate them to us here. You can, on DLive, you can donate lemons. So, there you go. Also, check out our shirts over at dissidentapparel.com. Right there on the top of paranormies.com, you'll find our newest, coolest shirts. They are pretty damn cool. Guys? I agree. Okay. Phew. Yep, oh, we're going to have them very soon if they're not already sent out. thought it was all alone there for a second. Yeah, it was quiet. No, sorry. I was I was muted looking at something. and Ah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, so go check out those shirts. Those are cool. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the pre-sale stuff is already on its way out. I'm not sure. I haven't heard from I haven't heard from the guy in, in a little bit. So uh, are you guys enjoying the Christmas buzz? What's that? Are you guys enjoying the Christmas buzz? The Christmas buzz? I don't know what that is. Yeah. But, uh, like, I mean, I'm like, a little you know, buzzed, but not draft. Beer. Yeah, that's a little different. That's more of a draft beer sort of thing, though, right? Yeah, definitely. Right. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't like this time of year because going out to get a gallon of milk is a chore. Oh, you know well. What I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, where I'm at, it's, I don't know, it's not like that. We're We're pretty rural, so. We don't get we don't get a lot of um, the hustle and bustle. Yeah, I just went to the grocery store a little while ago, and it was incredibly crowded. It never stops. Yeah, well, not during this season. No, stores are you know stores are still kind of empty ish. You know, they're weirdly stocked. A lot of brands I've never seen before. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? And if you that? see any Beyond Meat, definitely do not take a box cutter and just cut slits and everything because you know they're going to be fully stocked on those shelves. Right. Those are always fully stocked. But like, have you noticed that at all? Like some weird off-brand things or just like brands you've never heard of before? Just like, where the hell did they come from? Um, I've seen a little bit of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a pro tip for everybody, though. If you want fresh produce that can sometimes be a little cheaper um, and always really good. Try and find like a Asian food mart in your area. They usually carry like really fresh produce. The Asian market is often slept on for, for a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Most people really don't know is. where they are. So right. like, yeah. Find your ethnic part of town. Yeah, basically. The actual ethnic part of town. Not like <laughs> not the, the fake, street. not the fake ethnic hipster part. Yeah. The real ethnic part. Yeah. Yes. And not the street where all the Somalis moved in. Well, that's usually, that's a different kind of ethnic, but yeah, they usually yeah. don't come with restaurants and stuff. So. Yes, there 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 are different kinds of ethnic, <laughs> safe and not safe. Hmm. All right. Well, what do we have? We have what were we talking about before the break? 
Um, AI, artificial wounds. Yeah, the artificial I feel wounds. like it's only relevant to go into maybe some space or robots. Um, you want to do the Artemis thing? Like they, they went to the moon, right? They went around. You want to do that? Yeah, let's do Artemis. Now, isn't Artemis? Uh, what is Artemis the goddess of infertility? Oh, she's likened to a moon goddess. She's right. the twin sister to Apollo. Right. Well, obviously, but isn't there something bad about her? Like, like the, yeah. She's like the goddess of the hunt. Yeah, uh, goddess of the hunt, sister to Apollo, lunar goddess. Um, virginity is definitely one. She she swore off, you know, men. So oh, no, she's the goddess of sudden death. She's the goddess of sudden death. That's the one. Oh, sudden yeah, death, sure. Sudden death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So she's the goddess of died suddenly. Interesting. That's what I was trying to remember. Yes. Ah. Artemis, the goddess who died suddenly, went to the moon. What a coincidental timing. I know. I know. And they finally got it to go. They, I guess they got all the, pro, uh, the CGI together properly. We did it. Well, you notice Avatar is coming out on Friday, so obviously their CGI has been ramping up. Right. They've been trying to push everything out. Another three hours of terrible yeah, movie. Got James Cameron back. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what the Rotten Tomatoes rating is on the Artemis launch. Do they? I don't think they do. Thirty-three percent, one way or the other. I don't think they do that kind of stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I yeah, don't think no. that's yeah. So the Artemis stuff. Pull your. Pull, what are you looking at? Pictures. Yeah, I've got the article pulled up, and we have pictures in the drive here. Yeah. So. There's a bunch of CGI pictures from the Artemis mission. Yeah. You can tell they're real because they look so fake. Okay, Elon. I mean, okay. So everyone knows these are CGI, right? They tell you these are terrible pictures. Well, I mean, are they though? You know, and don't forget every single... Every single probe that we send out into space somehow has uh, its own personal um, selfie stick. Well, they also all have their own personal cloaking device because you never see any in any pictures. So, Johnny, look at Hudson. Do you have the drive open, too? Yeah. All right. So the third Artemis moon picture where... The what is that? The ISS or something, or is that Artemis? That's Artemis. I guess that is. Yeah, that's Artemis. It's overlapping with the moon a little bit. Mm-hmm. This looks like bad Photoshop. This looks like my skill level. You can see, like, jeez, Louise, dude. You can see the end. It's not even good. Like this is not. It's good not Photoshop. This is terrible. This is CGI with, like. Lighting coming from different directions because there should only be one light, and that's the sun. And yeah, where is- where is that coming from? You should be seeing shadows on the moon, mm-hmm. right? It. Oh my god! And that again, like sense. so. So the moon. Okay, look at the moon. So you have that big jellyfish-looking explosion off to the right, upper right hand side, like two o'clock, two thirty, right? Yep. It looks like, I mean, it looks like a flower, right? There's a little center, and then there's a bunch of petals coming out of the center, right? Mm. Mm. 
Well, oh, something totally hit real. it, obviously. I mean, yeah, something hit it and obviously caused that sort of pattern to happen. And then, like, a little bit below that, to the left, you got that one that looks like an eye. And then you have... So, are you saying that... that um, uh, who was it? Uh, is that where they detonated the atomic bomb without using any nuclear waste for his movie on Oppenheimer? Oh, that's right. Yeah. he uh, who, who made that movie? It is Christopher Nolan. Oh, right. That's right. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. yeah. I, yes, I, I read like four articles and none of them said how he made the explosion. I was waiting to see how many tons of TNT it took or something, but they didn't, they didn't say. Okay. So the last picture, I believe it's the last picture, second last picture, mm-hmm. second last picture where it's the Artemis. Oh, with the moon and the earth in the same shot. Yeah. So, okay, so we have we have the the moon looks bigger than the earth there. Right? And look how far it's away. It's just perspective. Right, but look how far away Artemis looks. How How does this happen? Right. Now, hold on. Go back one picture. Go back one frame. Right? Yeah, one frame. One frame. And then you have yeah. the moon is it the moon? Okay, so the 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 earth is the same size as it was. In the one picture, sort of, and you, but the moon is now gigantic. So the, I'm what I'm guessing is the the I fucking love science people are gonna say it was rotating, it was in orbit around the moon, and it came back. So what you're seeing is these shots at different perspectives at different points in orbit. Mm. It still doesn't make any sense. No. It doesn't. This this looks like a screenshot from like an old like 2005 Bioware RPG. This looks like a screenshot out of like Knights of the Old Republic. Zoom in on like the thrusters. Zoom in really good and look at the thrusters on the top of the module. They're so fake looking. Wait, which like the very first picture? Any of them. Oh yeah, no, those look hilariously fake. They look so they're. So thin. How how is that even possible? Those things on the yeah is the, is it like the probe that made it near to the sun and they said that the ceramic is what protected everything? Right. Is it this the four small thruster looking things with the big giant vase in the middle? These things look like like flower pots in somebody's it, yard. They like change colors too. They're very very dark gray in some, and they're white in some of the other ones. Well, that's just you know the the uh, angle of the the dangle, everybody. What's the angle selective, of the camera on this mini? Selective shadows or something like. Well, look at okay. I'm starting to wonder if Peter Jackson is not hanging out with NASA. Okay, go to. Okay, go to the second picture, and look at the two thrusters. Right. Oh. The two, the two little mini thrusters. They're up in the upper left, right? They yes. Look, they look so fake. Now hold on, and then skip to the next picture, and you see how the. What? You see what I mean? You see yeah. how the what the hell is that? How the huh. the how the uh, now there's a grid on the top, right? right? There wasn't a grid originally, and now there's a grid. Boop, and there's boop, and then there's boop. There's just different. And how also, does, how does camera flash change that? Well, it's not camera flash. That's the sun or something. I don't know. It's like I don't get. But Stanley Kubrick is rolling in his grave. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he he would have done a much better job. Well, that's the thing, you guys. He didn't do the moon landing. Stop it. Stanley Kubrick did not film the moon landing. Stanley Kubrick just let people know that the moon landing was faked. I'm talking about 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, 2001 was better than this. It, it was. Back in the 70s. Genuinely, yeah. it was better. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, that's the, like that's the thing. Hollywood does space so much better than NASA. NASA right. NASA's getting $60 million a day. On purpose. On purpose. Because then what right. we can say, well, obviously the movies do it better. I mean, it's just CGI. That's how you can tell that the the NASA stuff is real because it's not so perfect. Because it looks so fake. That's how you can... Exactly. See? Mm. Mm. But what they don't know is that NASA and the movies are all the same thing. Yep. Yep. All part it's of all the same thing. working. Yeah. You know, I, I speaking of movies, you know, I, I got a couple of the guys at work. I just I got them their minds blown with the whole like everything that you consume as far as media, all it is is advertising. Doesn't matter what it is. A movie, television show, it's all advertising. Yeah. So what? For what? NASA documentary. Yeah, it's all advertising. Way of life mm-hmm. that leads to certain purchases. Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be for a product. No. But certain it's ones, for- like certain movies, are definitely a hundred percent like nothing but advertisements, right? Like everybody knows the movie Demolition Man. That's nothing but a Taco Bell advertisement. It's a two-hour Taco Bell ad. Yeah, and Idiocracy's one long Brano advertisement. Well, Brano's not even real, but like, yeah, I know. I, I, I get what you're saying, but no, but no, they're well, they're selling something else. But yeah, but there are actually you know, a lot of movies. The product placement stuff. It's ridiculous. I forgot what movie it was, but it was like it might have been scary movie. I mean, it was Scream. I think it might have been Scream. It was yeah. like. You know, there's a big joke in that show everyone likes called The Office, mm. where they have that Vance refrigeration guy. The whole point of that joke is that they're an ad through the whole show. Was yeah, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally an ad for his business. Yeah. That, sh- that show that everyone likes. Everyone knows The Office. Yeah, dude. That show called The Office. Yeah. Well... I didn't specify which one. You don't have oh, to. He was talking about the oh. British office. Was he? No. No. Nobody talks about the British office. That's N- nobody's seen Bug that. Man. Way to bring up an old joke from like 2006. What's that? Yes. Thank you. What's that? The What's British that? office thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a British office. Yeah, yeah there was. Oh, British yeah. The guy who played Bilbo was in that. That's what I used to hear. Really? Oh, I've seen Ricky seen this version of The Office. Bilbo was in it. Like, oh my god, was he? Yeah, Martin Freeman. He was. He was the Jim character. Really? Oh no, no, yeah. it's Martin Freeman. See, I'm thinking. See, when I think, I, I forget that the movie that the Hobbit movies existed. And I, and I yeah, think of, I know. And I think I of Bilbo as Bilbo in the uh, in the Lord of the Rings movies. I don't think of him as. Martin yeah, Freeman. did he like? Did he shrug and give little cute looks at the camera? <laughs> Not during the Lord of the Rings movies, he didn't. No. I mean, it depends on your 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 uh, definition of cute. When he reaches for the ring in Rivendell, I mean it in the most facetiously possible manner. I would expect nothing less, Hudson. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you have okay. So the guy that played. Yeah, see, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't thinking Martin Freeman. I was thinking the old Bilbo, but yeah. 
You were thinking Brian. the guy in Alien. The guy in Alien? Yeah, yes, he's he, the yeah. android from Alien. Yep. He's the it what? It would have been hilarious if old Bilbo was Jim. Hold on, hold on. He's the what from Alien? The android. Ash. His name was Ash. Yeah, I know who was. Um, oh, God. Dude, that's was Pokemon, bro. That's who played Bilbo in the, the Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Hold on. It was... Um, Oh my god, I can't remember. I'm I'm literally Wikipediaing it right now. Yeah, I am too. Because I can't remember. It was uh Ian Holm. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, I'm thinking of oh my god, I'm thinking of somebody else. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ian Good Holm. Lord. Yeah, Ian Alien. Holm. Yeah, he was Ash. Yep. He's a lot. Oh, yeah. But okay. Yeah. Nineteen seventy. Ian Holm. Yeah. Good lord. I hate these stupid Wikipedia donate things. Yeah, they don't let you look at the article until yeah. He so was you're young. telling me the guy with the chainsaw arm was in the British office? No, that's a different <laughs> Ash and a whole different show. Good Lord. Oh. Ian, Ian Holm with the chainsaw arm. Ian fighting, Holm with the chainsaw. This is my boomstick. Yeah. <laughs> this is my boomstick. It's just really fucking all up. <laughs> in the Battle of Five Armies. Right. Yes. There we go. Sounds like a really good celebrity death match. Hanging out with Boromir in the Battle of the Five Armies. Right. What bor- bor- I was what? adding to the um, the cacophony. Of, oh, oh my! Whatever, references, whatever happened I to that? that might activate your autism. There, yeah. sorry, it did. It did. You're like Boromir. Oh. What the heck? I'm sweating. All right, all right, all right. That wasn't that wasn't the proper time in the timeline. <laughs> Eric Neither was, was a, a chainsaw arm, you nerd. Bulging kid <laughs> meme, right? <laughs> <laughs> Silmarillion magic chainsaw arm. Boy, how that could have solved some issues. All right, all right, all right, all right. Stop. All right, Photoshoppers, get to work. All right. So, apparently, Kay Griggs warned us about pup play 20 years ago. Whoever the hell Kay Griggs is. Um, yeah, whatever the hell pup play is. Yeah, did anybody no, find where, that stuff? Did you guys, somebody find that shit in, what, during the break or whatever? Dog um, Mac, I think. Did. The, we have in our, you know, <laughs> In our government, our highest levels of government, we have trannies, we have faggots, and we now we have furries and guys who do pup play, where they wear pup masks and act like dogs while they do BDSM fetish stuff to each other. Gay BDSM I'm sorry, I just, fetish stuff. I just found a, oh, okay, I just found a page for pup play on defense.gov, but it's actually about dogs. Uh, oh, Okay, well, I was about to be like, is it? Of no. course, no. It oh, here it is. Here it is. is. Nope. USA News: Shocking behavior unveiled in U.S. military. Okay, there it is. Propo- yeah, yeah, yeah. Promotes pup fetish. I'm put gonna that put this up. in put the that content. Up. USA Today. There you go. Good oh, God. It's not USA Today. It's USA News. Oh, USA News. USSA okay. News. News. Oh, uh, whatever that is. Okay, drop that in the. I don't know. They have. Hey, they have a slider of stocks, so they must be, you know, trustworthy yeah, in some regard. Their uh, motto is Veritas Libertati Scrotum. Yeah, I sorry, it's scro- Scutum. It's Scrotum. <laughs> they call Rachel Levine a man, so. I mean, that's. This is a truth, definitely so a boomer. Plus. Okay, this is a boomer tier. Yeah, this yeah, is dude. boomer. Wow. Buck, Buck fighting. One shirt, one message, one crying liberal bitch. Buck fighting. I'm I'm just gonna go with some images just to see. Nope. Oh wow, it didn't give me any. 
I'm not going to turn safe search off, actually. Dude, real quick, though, how about Kid Rock in that donkey pox, the disease-destroying America shirt? That is literally, he's not wearing that. Those shirts are literally Photoshopped. I mean, the one with oh, alone. Go, go, check the, go check the content chat. It actually has the pictures. Oh, wow. Dude, I identify as non-binary. Oh, my God. What boomerish. Okay, so for everybody on the stream, I've already got it pulled up now from popular military. Um, Army investigating officers for posting, quote, puppy play content online. You'll see a couple of them. They're censored. Oh, my God. That is so disgusting. Yeah. So this all came out because some colonel, I want to say an army colonel, just retired. And in his retirement photo. He's wearing a mask. He's wearing his pup mask. Yep. Yep. It's right there on the left in this triptych of degeneracy. Yeah, that is there. It is there. Oh my god, there it certainly be. I was kicked out for not taking a vaccine that was illegally mandated. Right. right. These guys are. I'm sorry. He's in a sea. He's in a Seattle Seahawks pup mask. What depths? Oh my god. What's What's the meme? uh, Every day we stray further from God. Every day we stray further from God's light. <laughs> it's not. It's not false. It's not. Yeah. Like, whether you, listen, listen, listen. I always say to people, uh, you don't have to be a Christian, but I, this country was better off and more people were. <laughs> At the very least, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I'm going to go bare minimum there. You know, what I mean, ever since they made atheism the number one religion, of uh, you know. Oh, atheism? Yeah, they made atheism, atheism and scientism. Yeah. Oh man, this is uh, uh, this is so bad. Yeah. So I want to I want to see this. So here in the uh, content chat, I dropped a picture. This is a good. This one. guy. Let's see. Two service members were identified as whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. Colonel Brian T. Donnelly retired of Indo Pacom, aka Pup Ravage. Yeah, and Captain. Guys- Dayton Tenney, also known as Adjutant Pup. Because they all have to use have the name Pup in their thing, because otherwise they're not pups. Get it? Because they're pups. Yeah, one of the Indo- articles I read earlier was mentioning how that guy, the uh, Colonel Donnelly, mm-hmm. um, his name's actually, I think, Connolly, but um, he, uh, but they've been mismel- misspelling it for some reason in these articles, but Apparently, he kind of groomed the other one, the uh, captain, Kenny. And uh, he'd been doing it for like years and like people have just known about it. And well, you know, apparently in Hawaii on base, these guys are based in PACOM, which is uh, I I guess these guys were stationed in Hawaii. And there is a big node of these weird pup guys there. Uh, One of the, the the base on gym. I mean, the gym on base there, the base on gym, the gym on the base there is uh, basically their little, their little headquarters. A lot of the pictures were taken in the gym of them doing like weird stuff. And then there's, then there's the, the pictures in the military vehicles of them doing weird deviant stuff. <laughs> and here's this one. Yeah. The one that you sent Johnny national yeah. defense, public health, nuclear waste. Yeah. So, here you have your 
Here you have your yeah your uh, national defense guy. He's a he's an army colonel, just retired. You have your national health, which is your uh, your highest ranking military official, is a five star admiral. And then you have Sam Brinton, your former assistant deputy director of nuclear waste management. Uh, he has been fired since his second felony. Stealing luggage from an airport. Stealing luggage from an airport twice. And then I guess he went to his hotel and did like some sort of Instagram fashion show with the other person's clothing. It sounds right on par. I mean, like they're just like you and I, Hudson. They Everybody tells me all the time, gays. Remember? Remember when they were trying to sell us on the gay stuff? You were a lot younger then too but like uh i was young and i was like well, what do you mean they're just like us oh they're just like you and i really okay they are just like us and then i met a gay guy and the gay guy i met was nothing like anybody i'd ever met before they just want to get married like, like i mean right yeah have you right. seen modern family right oh my god that is the, the but that it's obviously the family of modernity and they're showing you right there in the show it says it right in the title it tells you, and every yeah. bit of it is disgust, disgusting. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Wow. Except Al I Bundy. think I guess he's okay. No, no, no way, man. I nope. think Ed O'Neill gets like the special punishment. Yeah, Ed O'Neill is. Yeah, Ed O'Neill <laughs> is quite possibly like one of the worst offenders. Um, is he, is he the one that married the the camp not Cambodian uh, Colombian? Yeah, chick, Sophia Vergara. Colombian tranny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's surrounded by trainees and gays and emasculated men. Yeah. And terrible. He was like constantly doing everything he could to not have sex on his other show. Right. Like, uh, yeah. The whole, like, yeah, the the whole Al Bundy character uh, persona, whatever that became, because like Al Bundy became a hero to a lot of guys, like really did. I mean, honestly became a hero to a lot of guys. Which is really pathetic, to be honest. Right? Oh, no, you don't understand. He's just like the beaten down white man who's like, you know, system's beating him down. His system. I don't know, man. Um, That family, I mean, that whole thing with the, the shitty kids and the dumb wife and the Dude, na- neighbors doing better than you. He was just the were. IRL. He was just the real life Homer Simpson. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it was just yeah, exactly. That was the that was the live action Simpsons. Except right, except right. Peg was a kind of a slut, but not really. But only for only for her husband, right? Yeah. Shut yeah. up, Meg. Oh, I mean Peg. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Shut up, Peg. <laughs> Shut up, Peg. Don't. It's so, about the pup playing the military. Yeah, I was kind of trying to get away from that, but yeah. I mean, uh, the absolute no, no, state. No, just, well, I mean, no, real quick. I mean, those dudes were in Hawaii, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were they, they're all based in Hawaii. Where mm-hmm. the hell is the Japanese Imperial Army when you need them? <laughs> right. Uh, they they don't exist. The JDF is neutered. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, that was because of because the United States. Yeah. It's because of the Japanese Imperial Army in the mm-hmm. United States. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. December 7th will commence again. December seventh will that that implies that December seventh actually happened in well, the first it did. place. I mean, it, it did. <laughs> something <laughs> happened, but it, it just wasn't yeah. you know that big of a deal. It was something happened. I, I still think Pearl Harbor situation. actually happened, but we yeah, we yeah. were one hundred percent complicit in making it happen. Oh, dude, that's your classic lie hop. 
Let it happen on purpose. You know, lie hop. Let it happen on purpose. Yeah, that's like the nine eleven. Oh, oh. That's the nine eleven thing. Is yeah. lie hop? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's completely possible. I don't. I don't. I don't know that. You know, obviously, lie hop happened. They let something happen, but what whatever was blown up was ships that was in like the yard. Um, nobody was really there. Yeah, I, th- I think it was way overblown, but it did happen, and yeah, they just. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Overblew it and used it as an excuse. Yeah, absolutely. Just gave us an excuse to go over there and firebomb the shit out of Japan for months. Right, and, and, and now and I get to use that situation to make jokes on our podcast. We we got to go over there and Christopher Nolan the crap out of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's pretty interesting because uh, he brought that up. You know that he, he Christopher Nolan was gonna in the Oppenheimer movie he he mimicked the original. Uh, the original, uh, what was their first experiment called? The, the Manhattan Project, but what was the first uh, explosion called? I forgot. We, uh, I know, right before we talked about it in the new Nolan episode. dropped the bomb, he said, why so serious? The, the Trinity test. The Trinity test, that's right, yeah. Yes, when so he, I've got this up on, on MSN, actually. Okay, when he pulled the, yeah, there you go. Created I want to see. Explosion without... CGI, I okay. So, how did you do that, Chris? CNN's trying to make me sign in. Okay, um, all he said was, I think recreating the Trinity test without the use of computer graphics was a huge challenge to take on. Andrew Jackson, my visual effects supervisor, that's weird. I got him a moment early on, yeah, old hickory, hmm is looking at how we could do a lot of visual elements of the film practically. Okay. Challenges, challenges, challenges. I, it still says nothing. Yeah. Huh. Let's go to another and just see. Yeah. I looked at like three or four articles. They won't tell what his big secret was. Probably a lot of dynamite. CGI. That's, that's, yeah, I would assume it's going to be CGI anyway. Uh, in his most recent film, Tenet, Christopher Nolan crashed a real plane into a building. Based. He crashed Recreated. a real plane into a building? It's the I, first time that's ever happened. I know. Like, <laughs> in America, <laughs> yes. No, it wasn't. That, actually, didn't, didn't a plane hit the Empire State Building? When it was fighting King Kong? No, like, didn't a plane actually hit the Empire oh. State Building at one point? I'm, I mean, that's the official narrative. I'm, uh, no, I'll, no, the... Official narrative monoxide over here. Stop, stop. The God. Did yeah, like, officially that did happen. I forget what year. Yeah. Hit. Yeah, I, I can't find a single... Yeah, even on the stream and off the stream, I've gone through eight articles now. What? Oh, yeah? And I can't find a single explanation. Nope. Did? Just talking about how recreating the Trinity test without the use of CGI was a huge challenge. All about the challenge. Yeah. Yes, it was. It, okay, so in 1945, it was a, it was an Army Air Corps B-25 bomber. Weird. A lot bigger than a 767. Wait, it didn't knock the whole building down? No, it didn't take out all of Manhattan or nothing like that. You know? They crazy. they clearly were not carrying any um, Colt 19. A fucking B-52 yeah. bomber. Right. Couldn't take it. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, that's there's that. Uh, let's see. Where are we? I never liked the B-52s. I, I did. I did you? 52s. 
I mean, they're gay, but like whatever. It was fun. The music. band or like the class of aircraft. The band. We're talking the about band. the band. Yeah. Yeah. It's about like rock lobster. Yeah, yeah. I prefer Iraq lobster. Ew. Those are just called scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> Death to America and butter sauce. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot they made it. Yeah, they made a parody of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Sorry, that was my second Family Guy, classic Family Guy reference of the night. Oh, was it? Good Lord. Was there an Iraq yeah, shut lobster? Up, Meg. No, they, there was a cutaway of uh, of Peter doing on like an acoustic guitar, a rock lobster. He had a lobster and like a turban. Oh, did he? I never saw, I don't think I ever saw that one. Yeah. I know he did rock lobster once. And he was like, cause that was, that, that was a bit they did a few times, him on the acoustic guitar doing rock lobster. Well, that's why they did the e rock lobster. lobster. They ha- yeah. Cause yeah. Take it too far. Yeah. <laughs> don't eat me. I'm still alive. A rock lobster. Anyways. That's funny. Um, that is that is funny. Okay, so what we got left? We got we did the Alex Jones. I really wish I had time today to watch that whole thing. I know. Honestly, you only um, need twenty minutes to watch the actual content. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, if you if you cut out all of the super male vitality and candles and everything else uh, in between. You know, Spick Fuentes making him seemingly uncomfortable. I'm sure it's about 15, 20, 30 minutes. Yep. At the most. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, do we want to talk about? So we have we have more science stuff. There's the uh, dinosaur discovery. There's oh the dinosaur discovery. Yeah. Discovery. Well, um, let's do Smart City. Uh, yeah, let's do the plesiosaur. A hundred million year old plesiosaur skeleton discovery could hold the key to prehistoric research. Yeah, next they'll find a thank you, a sore. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. A uh, hundred million year old marine reptile skeleton in Australia has been hailed by researchers as a breakthrough that may provide vital clues about prehistoric life. The remains of the 19 foot tall juvenile long necked plesiosaur. Hmm. I don't know, man. So they're saying they found a full body. Yeah, they found a full body, dude. Uh, also known as an elasmosaur. Were found by a trio of amateur fossil hunters on a cattle station in the western Queensland. Amateur fossil hunters. Yes. Yeah, it was a. It was actually a crew of amateur paleontologists known as the Rock Chicks. Yeah. Oh my God! So these are. Women. I'm not kidding. No, you're. Yeah, you're not kidding. Oh my God! Well, God. there's there's clue number one. That this is BS. Right. Number two. Yeah, this comes the- off the back of a lot of buzz recently. At least when I say recently, in the past year, calendar year in 2022, about uh, no full skeletons ever being found in the archaeological community. Right. Um. So which. It comes off the back too of Graham Hancock's series, right? Yeah, that, like that is just so much buzz. Just came up, yeah. The Rock Chicks. Now, if you look, if you look at the picture where they're all laying around, it there's only one female in the picture. Hmm. You don't know yeah. their pronouns. I mean, I, oh no, I guess that other one's a woman too, the one with the red bandana. Okay, there's two. And the fedora is the simp. Epstein Newton 
Yeah, if my name was Epstein Knudsen, I'd be... I don't know. This is... It looks like a concrete, like a poured mess of concrete that they tried to form into the shape of an animal-like structure. You know what I mean? And then you got the close-up of the skull. That skull is kind of laying there on the dirt. You know I mean? Yeah, it looks like they just like arranged some rocks. Right. I mean, it's it's got a snout. It looks like a looks like a Doberman Pinscher's head, technically. You know. Now this looks look, like one I of the heads it. of one of the the hounds from Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. Well, fossilization like hound. Fossilization does not take a hundred million years. No. We know this at this point. It can happen in a year for organic matter. Mm-hmm. So whatever this is. If it's a real animal, it's probably evidence of something else. But this just looks so haphazard. Mm-hmm. It looks like somebody tried to make it look like it was really old. Yeah, it's oddly colored. Like one of the teeth, like some of the teeth look like they've been made of amber. Some of them look like they've been turned into actual fossils, you know? Yeah, and it also seems like something that just could have died out like 12,000 years ago or whatever. Not 100 million years. Yeah, I mean, there's also that. There is also I'm going to go the uh, the Ken Ham route and say it could have died out, you know, 4,000 years ago. Good Lord. I mean, that... He's such a has, moron, though. What? He's such a moron, though. He he really is. I hate that guy. Um but seriously, 100 million years old. I will go back to eight years old when I would read things like this and say, how the crap do you know? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Apparently, Elasmosaur was around. Plesiosaur, as I've always known it, was around 100 million years ago. Again, how do you know? You don't know that. You weren't there. Nobody was there. Nobody knows how old it is. And again, with the, with the, the hundreds of millions of years and the 65 million year gap in evolution and all that stuff. Nobody knows any of that stuff. Nobody, and even if it is, even if the Earth is 6,000 years old or if it's 6 billion years old, you don't know that. No, you don't. None of you guys do. Nobody. Nobody. It's just like something that happened 10 years ago. You weren't there. I probably was, though. Nerd. I probably was there. That uh, PDF that we've been sharing amongst each other, Evolution Cruncher, the coolest part of that is where they go through all of the dating methods and they debunk all of them. Yeah, and they're easily debunked. Yeah, too. there are no good. There are no good dating methods. There's um, none. Yeah. No Tinder, uh, Bumble. Um, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> none. There are none past a certain amount of years, and that certain amount of years is centuries. Mm-hmm. Not even. I thought you were, were going to say twenty-seven. It's like a couple hundred years. <laughs> That's it. You can't accurately tell anything beyond a couple hundred years. And when it comes to fossilized organic matter, you can't tell you, at all. Really, yeah. you can't tell at all. <laughs> Carbon dating is wildly inaccurate. Fossilized matter. Period. There's a, a, a bucket of nails. I remember Kent Hovind used to talk about this. There's a bucket of nails a kid left out on on a, a stoop outside of his house for one year, and it fossilized. Mm-hmm. And this thing, if if it were to be found by the rock chicks in Australia, they would have dubbed it ten thousand years, sixty five million years, whatever. 
Yeah. Well, apparently um, it says later down here in the article that they also recently uh, discovered discovered that there was once a species of flying dragon that soared over Australia 105 million years ago. And that it was a fearsome beast and it snacked on juvenile dinosaurs. And, and they're again, able to ascertain all of this based on fossil records, you might think, or, you know, a skeleton they found. Nope, just uh, doesn't say any of that. No, it doesn't say anything. That's it. They just discovered there that that was there once. And Two so, months later, yeah. I nothing love science. Well, apparently it's in June. Love okay, so in June last year, no, sorry, in June. Yes, they confirmed that the 2007 discovery of a fossilized skeleton in Queensland was the country's largest dinosaur. Uh, dinosaur nicknamed Cooper. That's our dog's name. Uh, stood about two stories tall and was as long as a basketball court. Hmm. Well, they, if you go to the actual article, it says here, too, <laughs> I love this. It's the closest thing we have to a real-life dragon. Is it, though? It's a set. It's essentially just a skull with a long neck bolted on a pair of long wings. Where where do you see that? Uh, it's, it's the linked article. Oh, the flying dragon. I clicked the wrong Flying one. dragon. Yep. Yep. It would have cast a great shadow over some quiver, quivering little dinosaur that wouldn't have heard it until it was too late. <laughs> so it's Turok out of James Cameron's Avatar. <laughs> right. There's a second Avatar reference. We get it. You're going to go see it at the IMAX. Of course. Of course I'm going to go see it. Transhumanism. Uh, more transhumanism revelation of the method. I heard it was like three hours of just gay woke shit. So. Hey, if that's the case, then whatever. Be more stuff to talk about. See the D and D movie instead. Hopefully, it, it's not massively it, disappointing. Okay, so that, that is going movie. to be massively disappointing. Mm. Well, there's no Wayne's Brothers in it, so it's already got a head start. <laughs> that's that's fair. Oh, that's right. But One you of already was the first Dungeons and Dragons. Movie. But you, but you know as well as I do what R.A. Salvatore said. So, uh, yeah, R. it's R. gonna R. be gay. R.A. Salvatore already made it as gay as he could, right? He wrote the. Didn't he write the script? No, I don't know that he wrote the script, but oh. he's he's retroactively trying to make uh, oh no, right. yeah, less he, racist. Well, he yeah he he we did a, we did a thing on him a while back where he was like I didn't realize that what I was doing was going to have such an impact on people in real life and that this kind of racism could be carried out from a book to an IRL. Shut up. Yeah, more like R. A. Salva Bore. Am I right? Hey, his books were good. His books were great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, his books are. No, he's just now he's he's just gay now. They're all gay. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, go read the Black Company by Glenn Cook. <laughs> all right. So what do we have? We had pup play in the military. We had more gay in the military. How much more gay do you think the United States military can get? Honestly, like oh, on, God. I mean, seriously, like on a scale of one to San Francisco. I mean, do you really want to challenge them? Beyond San Francisco? Well, they haven't hit San Francisco level yet. I don't know, dude. Well, not not in the public eye. Not in the sense that they're, you know, literally shitting in the streets, I guess. Not to, like, 
Instagram star going to Dubai level? No. (laughs) (laughs) But in private? Oh, yeah, it's that gay. Well, speaking of Dubai, we could talk about that smart city. Yeah, do we want to finish off with that in Saudi Arabia? Oh, the Saudi Arabian smart city? Sure. Sure. Why not? Saudi Arabia, same shit. I don't see AI deepfakes. No, that one was a YouTube link, right? Yeah, it's a YouTube link. Uh, Saudi Arabia's Neom City design shows what life would be like living in the line. Yeah, it's all YouTube stuff. All that stuff. It's uh, uh, I thought there was like an article. Um, no, it's not in the content chat though. Wait, wait no, wait. Johnny. Johnny, do you want to play the uh, the audio? Which one? Yeah, the audio is like a quick ad. If you just want to play, it's kind yeah, of still be two minutes. The, the which one? The first one. Yeah. Saudi Arabia's yeah, Neom yeah, yeah, yeah. City. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Play it now. Let me unmute it real quick. And polluted city. Hold on, here we go. For too long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint, designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions. Residents have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighborhoods. And the line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end-to-end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, 170 kilometers long, and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. Intelligent solutions create efficiency and year-round temperate microclimate with natural ventilation. Energy and water supplies are 100% renewable. The line is designed as a series of unique communities offering a wealth of amenities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature. With 40% of the world accessible within six hours at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive like nothing on earth seen before. The Line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world. Okay, well, that's that's uh, frightening. Um, yeah, you want to go live in Mega City? Want I'm in the line? Yeah, yeah, right. I'm good. Um, I don't think I want to go live in the line. However, did you guys read the little blurbs that were going on in the bottom while, while it was yeah. playing? So yeah, apparently, apparently, this whole thing was was uh, a whim of the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. He's just like, yeah, let's fucking do this. <laughs> That's it. And he it's going to cost an estimated one trillion dollars. And he has access to like some fucking fund of six hundred eighty billion. Of just six hundred eighty billion, just six hundred eighty billion. That is a massive sewer. 
waiting to happen. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean everything about it looks really cool. You know, um, I don't. It'll ever be built? Probably not. If I oh, was like all- a naive bug man, I would think it was the coolest thing ever. In reality, well, it's all going to be actually- built with shipping containers. <laughs> well, it's being built actually right now. Right? Yeah, it's it is, built. but but it's going to be built with shipping containers by the end of it. I don't. Like, so. I don't think so. Uh, have you seen just Dubai? knock off a no, couple you, kilometers? No, I don't think so. Have you guys seen Dubai? Like there's, yeah, there's people dude. in the Middle East, dude. Like you can't compare anything you see in America to anything you've seen anywhere else at this point in the game because we suck. Like yeah, we had like hologram planes. They have hologram like buildings. We didn't even have hologram planes. Like the ho- we we wish we had hologram planes. Yeah, we, <laughs> we lie about having hologram planes. Oh. Not even that cool. We we're like no, we, we 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 honestly we had hologram planes. There were no planes, but we had hologram. You don't know those planes. They go to another school. What I mean by this thing is going to be built with with shipping containers by the end of it. It's they're going to be shoving so many people in there that they are going to go far beyond what they expect. Um, they're going to push people into this place. Oh no, I think it might be like if it you might have out. to be rich to live there. Well, it's it's in first of all, it's in Saudi Arabia, so you automatically are rich. There you go. I don't think there's any poor people in Saudi. To be honest, I don't I don't know much about it. You know, so I could be lying. I I don't I honestly I don't know shit about Saudi Arabia, but I'm pretty sure much like Libya when Gaddafi was alive, every Libyan was rich. What so, about what about female rights? Who cares? That's what I'm saying is if females don't have rights then okay. <laughs> I mean, there is some stuff about Wahhabism that like I'm not mad at, you know. Yeah, no, they're cool. They can do their thing over there. We can they come have, to the table on certain pods. Things. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Like what they have harem pods. Harem pods. Stop. Absolutely. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. They definitely Trad, do. Tradcast will be very excited. Oh, boy. <laughs> A harem? Or sorry, Trad, Trad Orthos. Sorry. Oh, um, okay. Whatever. I don't know. This this thing is... This is so dystopian. This is beyond. Well, everything, everything nowadays is dystopian, dude. It is. It yeah. really is. Like, these. this and the... Uh, birthing pods um sales pitch we watched were both they seem like a commercial you'd see in a dystopian movie well and you see the conflicting narratives here like going back to the canadian assisted suicide the birthing pods this the uh, they call it the line um it's it's conflicting narratives that are being pushed all around overpopulation underpopulation like what what is actually going on in in the normie mind, like if you're looking at all of these different things, what is actually happening here? I think yeah. the only logical answer at this point is population numbers are a lie, and they're trying to push us into these perfectly controlled, contrived societies. Mm-hmm. These cities, I mean, this is a new city of Cain. Well, these are things we've said, you know, before. And yeah, and again, that's like Total Recall. In the the first movie, Total Recall, the colony was all enclosed and it was all a bunch of pods, basically. Right. Yeah, you don't need to even be a conspiracy theorist to like just look at what you just said, Johnny. They're trying to and or Reinhardt, um, they're trying to corral people into these like highly controlled areas, and it's like just think about beyond anything conspiratorial, even just. What does power do? Like, what is the impetus of power? They they want to hold on to their power by any means necessary and keep as much control over their populations as they can. 
And so like, they're going to come up with inf- uh, increasingly efficient ways to do that. And like this line thing just seems next level. Well, and, and keep in mind too, the Saudi Arabian quote, Royal family is an ancient Jewish family. Yeah. Johnny actually red pilled me on that. Yep. They are, they're full on Jewish Edomite Canaanite, whatever the heck you want to call them. Um, they're not actually Arabian. They're not the same ethnicity as I, I would say the traditional people of this area. Well, just think about it. Prince, Prince Ben Salman. Yeah. Bet you never thought of that, did you? Well, I mean, it's funny how the comments on this video were turned off. <laughs> yeah, the Donmei Jews were uh, became the, Sa- the the Saud family, which is again now you have the only country on earth that's named after a family. You know, you have the Philippines were named after King Philip, but this is the House of Saud, which was, it was just Arabia before it became Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. In the Saud family, where Don May Jews were, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Sabbatay and Frankists, I guess. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> sort of some sort, Frankists, some sort of Sabbatist Satanists, Manichaeist Satanists, some sort of just weird Jewish sect that became Wahhabism, which is very, very, very similar to Judaism. Well, and and ends up being very similar to Thelema. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do what thou wilt. Right. Show well, me the whole of the law, unless you're a woman. Right, unless you're a woman, then you're what a breeding stump. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, based. Right. Those people still exist, right? Wait a minute, Italians yeah. are not Jews. Chill out. Some <laughs> 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 Italians are not Jews, but Irish are black. In the chat. No, we saw the Family Guy, uh, the Family Guy episode where Brian and Stewie are going to like sell a script to uh, some. Uh, Oh yeah. yeah, and he's like, well, you know, because you guys are, know, you know, are you guys Jewish? Are you, are you, he's like, are you Jewish? I'm not Jewish. Are you just? Oh. They, they the turn their heads, noses. The, yeah, the big two cans. And then it says, Italians, we're not Jews. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> I can hear that in my head. Yeah. Some of the some of the stuff on that show is pretty funny. You know, some of the ethnic stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, because it's but it's true. all it's all older. It's all around like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah, that stuff was before. actually right, and now it's just turned into degenerate dumb shit. I haven't seen I haven't seen anything recently, but I saw a clip of something and I was like, it's just so terrible. And it was bad yeah, before, yeah. but it was tolerable. I feel like I haven't, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I think the show now is just Peter going like, Hey Lois, remember the time I fought the chicken? And then it just like shows him something he did already. Yeah. Something you saw seven years ago already. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, what else we got? We got uh this is kind of a sciencey episode. We got, we got no. killer um, robots have arrived to Ukrainian battlefields. Get the hell out of here! And I wanted to see that one. Oh, so definitely real. Apparently, the Ugandan mech warriors have showed up in uh, Adtonapun. <laughs> that, that picture. I'm sorry, Uganda. Oh, the Ugandan nice. mech warriors, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Ugandan mech warriors have arrived to help out the Ukrainians uh, at the next in the they're in the parking lot of the Adton Poon store <laughs> where they sell tires, apparently. Right. I mean, I see Triangle Bridgestone. 
Some of it's in English, some of it's in Ukrainian. That building across the street looks pretty fucking assed out there. Part of it's all blown up. There's people living <laughs> on this. Still people living on the second floor, you know. There's a car. There's oh, one. Ukraine's been relying on Turkish drones. Oh, okay. Well, well there you go. Turkish drones and smart ammunition. And Ugandan <laughs> All right, I can't even do that anymore. Um <laughs> AI-powered drones, both homemade and highly sophisticated, have been deployed on an unprecedented scale on the battlefield. Russia has reportedly used the Kalashnikov Cub and the Lancet Kamikaze highly autonomous drones. Ukraine has relied on the Turkish Bayraktar TB2 that has autonomous flight capabilities and boasts laser-guided smart ammunition. Hmm. Which are like what? Missiles, I guess. The U.S. has committed to sending... Ukraine 700 switchblade kamikaze drones and Phoenix ghosts that use GPS tracking and object recognition software. Man, send me one. Like, have you just given them away, right? Right? I mean, I'll, you know. I'm a libertarian, kind of. Sure. <laughs> uh, but now a new generation of autonomous killing machines, excuse me, Autonomous machines, colloquially known as killer robots, is debuting in, debuting in Ukraine. I am doing the thing where I can't talk again. They augur, augur a new military era, offering capabilities that far outstrip the current generation of weapons and are no longer limited to drones in the sky or sea. They are poised to upend modern warfare and introduce new challenges, lethality, and concerns. In late November, Germany discreetly announced that it would provide 14 tracked and remote-controlled infantry vehicles for support tasks as part of this year's $1.64 billion spent on military support for Kyiv. So these are robotic stuff too. Okay, so we have these are tracked units. They're not really like robot robots. They're kind of like tracked vehicles. So technically, right. and look look at the uh, the graphic down in the middle. World Cyber War One. Right. Right. Skywiper. Sky yeah. Is a drone. Is a weapon for taking out drones. The Navy drone. That is a um, basically a. Drone submarine, right? And then you have the robotic platform, the genome robotic platform, and the MIS vehicle, Themis, Themis, made in Estonia to evacuate wounded soldiers. This guy, oh, well, yeah, you got the guys just right up, the stretchers on top. You know, what could possibly so, go What could possibly go wrong with leaving them exposed to the elements on top as you try to speed out of battle there? <laughs> so with all of this, uh, <laughs> real quick, to uh, scratch off the release, thank you all for joining us and donating yes, uh, throughout you, the show. Um, Johnny Hudson, y'all noticed this. Uh, made in Lithuania, made in Ukraine, made mm -hmm. in Ukraine, made in Estonia. All mm -hmm. these things happen to be in Eastern Europe and the Balkans, which is where what people have settled and have thrived on military business. The military-industrial complex. We're talking about the Khazars or the Russians? I was going to say Khazars, but... Oh, well, yeah, I mean, they're, 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 in they're not really too. settled there now. No, they're more in... What, Lithuanian Jews? Well, I mean, is Baltic Jews? Are, are they all Jewish now? Is Lithuania all Jews? Or is there just... No, but there's a massive population of the Baltics. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I had no... Okay, all right. Well, there you yeah. go. Well, there you go. So these Jewish... Military companies are making all these 
drone type vehicles to be used. So it's not really mech warriors like we were thinking it was going to be the Ugandan mech warriors, but no, it's actually like just autonomously piloted drones, autonomously piloted. Yeah, for any gamers, it's not actual like Iron Harvest. Right, right. You know, where like World War One with mech warriors, which would be super cool. It would be. Yeah. I wish it was that cool, but no, it's gay. It's, yeah. yeah, we can't have Pacific Rim future. Unfortunately. No, unfortunately, no. I would take that over this. <laughs> Without Charlie I Day. would take any day. Minus Charlie Pacific Day. Pacific Rim mixed with Gundam mixed with Revelation out of the Bible over any of this. Well, I don't know. It's pretty destructive. All right, listen, we're not going to argue about that now, but we're going to get out of here. That's what we're going to do. I'm assuming that on the podcast version of this, there will be a Necronormicon. Yes, okay. I will be reading more of the Hyborian Age, right. Robert E. Howard. Well, all right. Well, those of you that are listening to the live stream just got tipped off, and now you can skip ahead to tomorrow's Necronormicon if you want, or if you want to listen to this whole podcast all over again, because we're going to post it tomorrow anyway. Whether you listen to it tonight or not, it's going to be posted. It'll be up on our RSS and on our website at paranormies.com. Go check it out. Go buy our T-shirts there. Also, um, again, like Reinhardt said earlier, thank you, everybody, for joining us this evening on Pilled, on DLive, and on Odyssey. And thank you all for donating, those of you who did. We really, really appreciate it. Um, We're going to get out of here, and we'll see you all later. I'm Travel makes you gay. Yeah, it does. Man, that was bad. The Hyborian Age by Robert E. Howard Part 3 The tale of the next thousand years is the tale of the rise of the Hyborians, whose warlike tribes dominate the Western world. Rude kingdoms are taking shape, the tawny-haired invaders have encountered the Picts, driving them into the barren lands of the West. To the northwest, the descendants of the Atlanteans, climbing unaided from apedom into primitive savagery, have not yet met the conquerors. Far to the east, the Lemurians are evolving a strange semi-civilization of their own, and to the south, the Hyborians have founded the Kingdom of Koth on the borders of those pastoral countries known as the lands of Shem. And the savages of those lands, partly through contact with the Hyborians and partly through contact with the Stygians, who have ravaged them for centuries, are emerging from barbarism. The blonde savages of the far north have grown in power and numbers so that the northern Hyborian tribes move southward driving their kindred clans before them. The ancient kingdom of Hyperborea is overthrown by one of these northern tribes, which, however, retains the old name. Southeast of Hyperborea, a kingdom of the Gemri have come into being under the name of Zamora. And to the southwest, a tribe of Picts have invaded the fertile valley of Zing, conquered the agricultural people there, and settled among them. This mixed race was in turn conquered later by a roving tribe of Hybori, and from these mingled elements came the kingdom of Zingara. 
500 years later, the kingdoms of the world are clearly defined. The kingdoms of the Hyborians, being Aquilonia, Nemedia, Brithunia, Hyperborea, Koth, Ophir, Argos, Corinthia, and one known as the Border Kingdom, dominate the Western world. Zamora lies to the east, and Zingara to the southwest of these kingdoms, people alike in darkness of complexion and exotic habits, but otherwise unrelated. Far to the south sleeps Stygia, untouched by foreign invasion, but the peoples of Shem have exchanged the Stygian yoke for the less galling one of Koth. The dusky masters have been driven south of the great river Styx, Nihilus, or Nile, which, flowing north from the shadowy hinterlands, turns almost at right angles and flows almost due west, through the pastoral meadowlands of Shem, to empty into the great sea. North of Aquilonia, the westernmost Hyperborean kingdom are the Cimmerians, ferocious savages, untamed by the invaders, but rapidly advancing because of contact with them. They are the descendants of the Atlanteans, now progressing more steadily than their old enemies the Picts, who dwell in the wilderness west of Aquilonia. Another five centuries, and the Hybori peoples are the possessors of a civilization so virile that contact with it virtually snatched out of the wallow of savagery such tribes as it touched. The most powerful kingdom is Aquilonia, but others vie with it in strength and mixed race. And the nearest to the ancient rootstock are the Gundermen of Gunderland, a northern province of Aquilonia. But this mixing has not weakened the race. They are supreme in the western world, though the barbarians of the wastelands are growing in strength. In the north, golden-haired, blue-eyed barbarians, descendants of the blonde arctic savages, have driven the remaining Hyborian tribes out of the snow countries, except the ancient kingdom of Hyboria, which resists their onslaught. Their country is called Nordheim, and they are divided into the red-haired Vanir of Vanaheim and the yellow-haired Esir of Asgard. Now the Lemurians enter history again as Hyrcanians. Through the centuries they have pushed steadily outward, and now a tribe skirts the southern end of the great inland sea, Vilayet, and establishes the kingdom of Turan on the southwestern shore. Between the inland sea and the eastern borders of the native kingdoms lie vast expanses of steppes, and in the extreme north and extreme south, deserts. The non-Hercanian dwellers of these territories are scattered and pastoral, unclassified in the north, Shemitish in the south, and aboriginal, with a thin strain of Hyborian blood from wandering conquerors. Toward the latter part of the period, other Hercanian clans pushed westward and around the northern extremity of the inland sea, and clashed with the eastern outposts of the Hyperboreans. Glance briefly at the peoples of that age. The dominant of Hyborians are no longer uniformly tawny-haired and grey-eyed, 
they have mixed with other races. There is a strong Shemitish or even a Stygian strain among the peoples of Koth, and to a lesser extent, of Argos, while in the ease of the latter, admixture with the Zingarans has been more extensive than with the Shemites. The eastern Brithunians have intermarried with the dark-skinned Zamorians, and the people of southern Aquilonia have mixed with the brown Zingarans until black hair and brown eyes are the dominant type in Poitain, the southernmost province. The ancient kingdoms of Hyperborea is more aloof than the others, yet there is alien blood in plenty in its veins, mostly from the capture of foreign women, Hyrcanians, Aesir, and Zamorians. Only in the province of Gundaland, where the people keep no slaves, is the pure Hyborian stock found unblemished. But the barbarians have kept their bloodstream pure. The Sumerians are tall and powerful, with dark hair and blue or grey eyes. The people of Nordheim are of similar build, but with white skins, blue eyes, and golden or red hair. And the Picts are of the same type as they always were, short, very dark, with black eyes and hair. The Hyrcanians are dark and generally tall and slender, though a squat, slant-eyed type is more and more common among them resulting from mixture with a curious race of intelligent, though stunted, aborigines. Conquered by them, no doubt, among the mountains east of Vilayet, on their westward drift. The Shemites are generally of medium height, though sometimes when mixed with Stygian blood, gigantic, broad, and strongly built, with hooked noses, dark eyes, and blue-black hair. The Stygians are tall and well-made, dusky and straight-featured, and at least the ruling classes are of that type. The lower classes are a downtrodden, mongrel horde, a mixture of Negroid, Stygian, Shemitish, even Hyborian bloods. South of Stygia are the vast black kingdoms of the Amazons, the Cushites, the Atlaeans, and the Hybrid Empire of Zimbabwe. Between Aquilonia and the Pictish wilderness lie the Bassonian marches, peopled by descendants of an aboriginal race and conquered by a tribe of Hyborians early in the first ages of the Hyborian drift. This mixed people never attained the civilization of the purer Hyborians and was pushed back by them to the very fringe of the civilized world. The Bassonians are of medium height and complexion, their eyes brown or grey, and they are mesocephalic. They mainly live by agriculture in large walled villages and are part of the Aquilonian kingdom. Their marches extend from the border kingdom in the north to Singara in the southwest, forming a bulwark for Aquilonia against both the Cimmerians and the Picts. They're stubborn, defensive fighters, and centuries of warfare against northern and western barbarians have caused them to evolve a type of defense almost impregnable against direct attack. <laughs>